Welcome, everybody, to the first part of a two-part pilot special deal I'd like to call Block Cubed, or Block to the Third Power, whichever you prefer. And in this uh, episode, this two-part episode, I'd like to discuss uh, thoroughly the, the two... Amazing uh, um, Arkham games that have uh, recently started to come out. Part one will deal with Arkham Asylum since we already have enough information about it, and we'll fully go on to Arkham City in, I'd say, about a month. Uh, with me are uh, a couple of friends of mine. Good guess. Um, my uh, co-host, uh, star, big name, uh, Lack the Watcher from GCF Talk, and uh, Bear, his own deal, Buried Treasures. Hey, everybody. Uh, I was happy to talk about the Cape Crusader. Um, another big Batman fan, uh, sprite artist, and uh, I'd like to say uh, audio comic uh, entrepreneur at the moment. BD. Hello. How are how is everybody on your interwebs? And finally, but definitely, you know, at least, uh, dude, cosplay model. Alice Malice and her photographer and significant other, Deimos Mask. We are here. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming by, guys. I think the first thing we should just before we get into, like, the, the big meaty parts, um... Let's, let's let's get to know each other a little bit. Let's how how have we gotten interversed into the world of Batman? Um. Well, for me, let's see. How did I? Well, the funny thing is, probably the first thing I was ever really exposed to with Batman. No, you know what it was? Uh, Justice League Unlimited was probably the first thing that ever really exposed me to Batman. Uh, since I'm assuming I'm the youngest here. I was, you know, I was, um, pretty, I, I was, it was pretty early. I mean, the, my, I, the comic books I had never really got my hands on until I was about, say, 17, uh, 16, something like that. And so, uh, for, for most of my experiences with Batman were on television with, uh, Justice League Unlimited, The Batman, and, uh, anything else? Uh, well, that was pretty much it for the most part. I, I watched the entire The Batman TV series. Um, and then as I got older, I started just picking up the comics. I'm not a rabid Batman reader, but I always enjoy hearing some of the stories and watching and getting enjoyment out of watching his movies, too. So. Well, this is got the young viewpoint. Well, here's the old one. I got introduced <laughs> to Batman by the, six, by the 60s. TV show, 
and I must have been seven, eight years old when I first saw that in the syndication. Then the Tim Burton movie came out. Then the Tim Burton movie came out. By then, I'd gone to comic books, and I was just so happy in my little comic seller, which is a little convenience store in a little, little town. Happened to carry the occasional Dark Knight, Dark Knight comic, so I picked them up, and as I got older, I just kept going in. I watched the animated series. I loved, loved it. I loved Batman as well, and basically until Grant Morrison touched them, I loved everything the Dark Knight ever did. <laughs> and to give you the today's round, um, I got introduced to Batman through the Tim Burton movies originally. And then I was heavily into the animated series as a kid. And then as an adult, I got more into the comic books. And then I jumped back and watched the Batman. Big the Batman fan. And I've been a rabid fangirl ever since. I guess the mid, mid-age? I don't know. <laughs> I guess my perspective would be like, uh, I got into it because the animated series, which is one of actually one of the first cartoons. It wasn't like Winnie the Pooh or something like that that I saw. Then I started, like, occasionally reading comics because my dad had an old collection. Then I started getting pretty much every series that Batman was in. If he was in it, I'd watch it. I even watched that and Robin and thought it was good for a whole year because I didn't pay attention to any of the lines. You weren't alone. Yeah, I was like... You were young! Well, yeah, I was like eight. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Wow, now we're down to me. The second oldest viewpoint. Uh, I, actually, same way with you, Deimos. I was, I was brought up with the 60s syndicated show, and then the animated one came out. Uh, before that, you know, the, the burden. The thing is that with the, uh, animated series, at that point, I wasn't too hit by it because, I don't know, my viewpoint was still pretty young, but, you know, it, it just took a couple of years and I got got more into it. I, I'm interested that you guys uh, dug the Batman since it kind of gets uh, a lot of flack here. And it, the re- the, well, for me, it's part of the fact that I was brought up for it, but one of the reasons I love the Batman... They weren't trying to be Batman the Animated Series, and you can appreciate that. The only thing that the Batman, I think, got wrong was the Joker. Mm-hmm. But besides that, yeah. I think, I mean, Robert Ingold as the Riddler, come on, that's awesome. Good point. Freaking Freddy Krueger as the Riddler, come on. Well, and I'll tell you, when we first watched it, we bought, I think I bought it, a DVD of it at Walmart. And we watched it, we, it was the first four or five episodes, and me and Alice sat down. We watched the first three episodes, and we're like, what the hell is this? (laughs) And and we didn't even watch, like, after the second episode, the third episode with Bane, we're just sitting there going, what the heck are we watching? This is is so ridiculous. And then I think it was the fourth season of it had just started, and we were just looking for stuff to watch. And I was like, yeah, let's give this another shot. And we dug into it, and... The deeper it went, it just got better, and it got better, and it was something that really found its its roots yeah. as it was going. And uh, the Batman was really a show that understood its general audience. Batman the animated series tried to be too dark sometimes, and, they, you know, they, they 
it was a show really for kids, so they really wanted to make it for adults. But the Batman, they yeah. show young teenagers, preteens, and they did, but they did a good job with the characters. Um, yeah, it's the very Bat- exact, very animated, but fun. Yeah, the the Batman could be the Batman because if I know this is going to sound cryptic, but Batman the animated series was that way. So the Batman the it. The Batman the Animated Series was dark and it was and it was different from anything people had seen before. So the Batman didn't have to be that way. It could just be fun and really almost martial arts, you know, anime style, you know, uh yeah. Hmm. It Well, the one thing I will disagree with you though is I love the Joker from the Batman. Uh well, I don't know. I I, I thought I, he was awesome. I thought he was just the right crazy type of crazy. And also, he's the only animated series Joker who's ever uttered the phrase "one rotten day" yeah. in regards to his origin. Good points. Yeah. And he didn't hit Harley. One he never hit Harley. <laughs> yeah. mm. They never really gave him the chance. They never gave him the chance to though. She was like, she showed up like twice. Yeah. Two Three. Yeah. Uh, she yeah, was voiced by right. Starfire. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big. TV junkie, so I know a lot of this yeah. stuff. <laughs> We're going to move on in a second, but I, I wanted to, what did you guys think about the later episodes with the Justice League? That was kind of uh, like... I, yeah. Yeah, after the first Robin season, it kind of went downhill. I mean, I could appreciate that they brought back Tim Daly for Superman, but I don't know. They, I, I think... They, oh, go okay. No, go on, man. I, like, I, I, I like that they brought in Superman because the, the perspective, they flipped the perspective because they had where Batman was being the teamwork guy, was the guy who was used to working with a team, mm-hmm. and Superman was the kind of guy who was like, no, I don't work, I work alone. Yeah. It was I interesting. Really <laughs> Actually, what upset me more about the Batman was, yes, the last season was definitely the Justice League featuring Batman, but yeah. really, once Robin got uh, released from Teen Titans, that girl really had to take a back seat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they did so good with Batgirl. That's what's so funny. I mean, that was spectacular. They job. built her up so well. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, who? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I, I guess I guess with the Batman, a lot of it for me was I'm a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan, and Douglas Adams always went out of his way that every time he did an adaptation of the Hitchhiker's Guide, he made it different. He changed some characters around. He changed some lines around. And, and that was what the Batman was to me. It was like a different look at the Batman mythos through a different lens. And it's like the reason I like the Elseworlds World comics from DC is the reason I like the What If comics from Marvel. It's just it's nice to look at things from a different perspective and see how characters Yeah. Are. yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just totally dominated in this conversation. It's cool. Oh, whatever, man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know how long we want to go talking about the Batman rather than the Arkham series. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of... Our- well, and, moving, and moving on to that, the Arkham episodes of the Batman were great. So let's talk about Arkham Asylum, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'm hosting this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, sweetie, would you like me to host this for you? <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, before we get into the actual game itself, 
We we all heard that this was coming. What what you what were your exact thoughts on the news on the game itself? Because I've I'm, city or asylum? Asylum. We're starting with asylum. Okay. This is a this is the asylum episode. Well, when uh when I first heard it was coming out, I was excited, but then at the same time, I remember that there had been a lot of bad Batman games in the past. Yes. So I was worried. Hmm. Actually, it's funny you would say that because I'm fairly sure this is the first Batman game I ever played. So, <laughs> but I, I I see what you mean because I've seen a lot of reviews of old Batman games. Uh, yeah, just, just turn on the nerd. There are, like, three good Batman games, I think, and that's it. Yep. One of them's for the Game Boy. Yes. Game Boy, PS, PS1, PS2, and uh, this one. PS2 one. Rise of PS2 Sin 2. Yeah. Um, when I heard about Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, rather, um... I kind of wish I had a Batman costume and I could have wandered around for like a month going, I'm Batman! <laughs> I, was that, I was that excited. I, I didn't care. And it's when, when we started seeing some of the stuff from it where we saw the fight scenes, and I'm just going, oh yes. my god, I can't believe they're finally making an actual Batman game. Yeah. And then we heard more and more of our loved uh, voice actors were going to be on it. And Paul Denny, it was just like, it's like the continuation of Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Oh, yes. Although I did make a joke that, okay, so Paul Denny's writing. How many times is Harley going to get hit by the Joker in the... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he created Harley, so he has the right to... uh... Actually, Bruce Timm did. That's actually... That's right, yeah. Didn't didn't Denny write the backstory or something? Denny ended up writing up a backstory that made no sense when you really watched the cartoon series from the internet. Yeah. Hey, you don't like the or- you don't like the origin story? Origin story, like in my opinion. I like Mad Love. Don't get me wrong. The problem is Paul Dini seems to forget that he ever wrote it. Oh, it's like, oh, she's a med student. Oh, I'm sorry, she's just a dick. Never mind. I forgot writing that she was smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I when I heard about Arkham City, I was ecstatic. Sweet. I didn't hear about it. I had, like, I was in a GameStop, and I was just playing because I can't afford anything. So I was playing, like, the the PS3 demo. Yeah, I was just playing the PS3 demo, and all of a sudden I see this Batman game. I'm like, huh? And I just play it, and I start playing, and I'm like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. Wow. (laughs) You got the the information kind of late. Yeah. I had, like, not heard about it at all because I didn't have, like, I don't think I even had internet at the time. I can't even remember. I made a very horrified face just now, just so you know. <laughs> sick. Yes, so, be sure to step in whenever you can. Well, I'm poor. Let us know what emotion you're showing on your face. Um, well, it's funny that you said you couldn't afford anything. We traded in, I think, over half our video game collection, so we didn't have to pay a cent for it. Oh, <laughs> you lucky. Totally worth it. Oh. And we're going to do the same thing for Arkham when it comes out. Well, I'm just glad I'm all paid up right now. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I'm not paid, but I have mine pre I'm assuming we all do, so pre-ordered. You don't, have one, you don't have it pre-ordered yet. Me and Alice don't have it pre-ordered yet. Oh. We haven't decided what, where we want to buy it from yet. Yeah, I know. That's the problem, but that's city talk, so we should wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait a month, guys. 
Yeah. I'm I'm the outside perspective because I'm not gonna be able to. Uh, let's see. I I knew about Arkham Asylum for since it was coming out, but see, I only just got my Xbox 360 like a month ago, and I got I got a uh, Arkham Asylum even sooner used. But uh, I knew the moment. Uh, the the moment Arkham City came out, I knew I wanted to have an Xbox 360 to play it, and so I decided to get Arkham Asylum because it was considered a pretty fran- fantastic game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had watched so many videos. I watched a Let's Play, actually, before I even played the thing. and But at the same time, I still wanted to give this thing a run on my own, and it was... It was incredible. It was it was an amazingly designed and thought out game. When we uh, went to the midnight premiere, we came home with the game, and Bemos uh, played it all night, and he was still playing it when I went off to work the next morning. <laughs> That's how our uh, Arkham Asylum experience has been since. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was nine nine in the morning. And I'm still playing it. I'm at the Scarecrow Park, sleep deprived. Okay. Oh, but barely realize I'm still playing a video game. Yeah, that's that's not good, man. If you're like if you're like half awake and playing the scarecrow levels, you know, ah, <laughs> it's just huge. Yeah, drifting drifting asleep while seeing the the uh, scarecrow's illusions, you're like, holy. Sh-. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much what I was doing. Yeah. Oh sh! Damn. I feel bad now. <laughs> yeah, I was happy. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I was half glad that I didn't have it first, because whenever I play, like, a really good game, and when I stop playing it, I, I start... Me and my friend from, like, uh, when I was younger both had this problem where, like, you play a really good game, and you start thinking about it in relative to real life. Like, just be sitting there trying to reach something, be like, if I press the A button, can I jump higher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're in the middle of class. I wonder if I can save now and just do this test later. <laughs> Yeah, no, trust me, I've, I've been there. <laughs> Still. I don't like this dialogue tree. Let's go to another subject. Ah. <laughs> uh, Let's see who was on Homework Live. <laughs> want to download a different thing. I, I oddly enough, got the news, um from a subscription to one of those uh, video game magazines. And we are seeing, like, front cover. It, it's the familiar picture of uh, Joker and the the, the, the the cell and the straitjacket with, mm. with the haas written on the walls. Like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, you see, oh, a new game coming. It's like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this. Please don't yeah. speed dark tomorrow, part two. Uh, no, I, I, I fell out of my chair whenever I found out that uh, Poison Ivy was going to be in it. I was like, holy Jesus. Right? Yeah, right? you know, I was I was about to say, uh, you know, they'll never make a sequel to Dark Tomorrow, but then I just thought about it. Duke Nukem Forever finally came out, so, you know. <laughs> if that can come out, we can get a start before. Yes. <laughs> Wow, I just I just threw a video game reference over everyone's head. That was great. <laughs> Say it again. I didn't hear you. 
Star Control 4 is what I said. Oh, wow. Yeah, still didn't get it. Yeah, see, and here, here's going to be here's going to be the generational gap here. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a ton older than anyone here. I'm 31 years old. I've been playing video games since the NES came out, and I've been playing. I played pretty much every retro game in the world, and some of the best games in the world. I hate to say it because I sound like a oh in my day old pokey <laughs> yeah. term, but there were 16-bit games. I mean, there was a game on the PC, it was called Star Control, that was just a great game, and they never made a good sequel to it, and I was like, hey, if there can be a Duke Nukem Forever, there can be a star- new Star Control game. And hey, there's a new XCOM game, so look at that. Mm. I don't know if this is positive or not, because... Betrayal! Betrayal! I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, what are you saying, boy? I just... I say as I grabbed the, co- the controls back to me... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's positive or not because Duke, the new Duke Nukem game wasn't received that well. But you know, that's critics for you. <laughs> that's also overhyped for you. Good yeah. point. Yeah. It's been hyped for literally a decade. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I mean, it was stalled for what fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. So, 15 years ago, this might have been considered a good game. So It's like a dude saying, oh, this beer's going to really fuck you up. Oh, you're going to get so drunk, and then just with mild buzz. Well, you know, this new game, uh, Arkham City. Oh, wait, no, am I yeah. jumping too yeah, far? Yeah, yeah, you're jumping ahead. Well, you can just I'll say something up. right now if you want to. Well, my thought was basically that it may have the same problem that, you know, The Dark Knight Rises is going to have. The previous oh. installment was so good. People yeah. are going to care, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. I, I think that's why they added more characters and differentiating gameplay, though, was that even if it is, that might make up for it. Yeah. Plus, you're getting a lot... I think we're getting a lot more story into it, and... Yeah, I, I mean, with all the different characters we're getting for Arkham City, it, it seems like it's going to be different stories interlocking almost or something like that. If they're smart, that's what they'll do or something like that. Pretty much. Speaking of story-wise, I'm going to start up with one like the most interesting things that come out from the game. The opening credit scene. Mm. To be more precise, Mm. um, you know, the... Where the credits go on, and you you're basically bringing the joke yeah. into Arkham. That was a good way to introduce the game. Uh, the problem with so many opening credits in video games that people just kind of tune out. And with this, mm-hmm. you were able to immediately look around at the very least and walk. And come on, you're the goddamn Batman. <laughs> How much more awesome do you need to be, even if he's just walking? Yep. What are you dense? You retarded? No, I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and there's another thing that we, we generally are... We love uh, All-Star Batman and the Boy Wonder, even though most Batman fans think it's the worst. Well, it's, it well, is the worst comic ever. Eh, I didn't... I just didn't like that some of his characterizations were basically him going, wow, I hate this character, so I'm going to make him look like an idiot. I didn't like that. <laughs> I like, when he, when, he, when he did Hal Jordan, I was like, no... No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh, but that I mean, on the whole painting the whole room red and yellow, yellow darling. Yellow, sorry, yellow and uh, 
Drinking lemonade. That was kind of a good taunt, though. That was funny. That I just, I did like that. Yeah. Just making him look like a complete idiot the whole time. I didn't like. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I just, I just kind of have an intimate hatred of All Star because that was the first comic I ever read that I hated. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't hate anything. I guess, except for the Grant Morrison stuff. I really have never read the Batman wrote that that was written about Batman that I yeah. didn't like, at least a little bit on some level. Well, have you ever read Batman, what was it called? Crappy rock and roll comic thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Read... yeah. No, that I haven't read. That's our next topic. <laughs> How is punk? You know, punk. death and, yeah. and the rage of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think, now I think I have to check it out. Yeah, you, you, if you want to read a terrible Batman comic where you're just like repeatedly either laughing or just getting enraged at it, I can't remember the name. There, there's a Linkara review of it. I yeah. can't remember the name of it. Okay, let's, let's, put, let, let's put it this way. It's a Batman comic that involves Elvis Presley. So. Yeah. Well, Wait, not that's Elvis. not awesome. <laughs> Wait, does he team up with Freddie Mercury? Because then I gotta go, because I have something no. to read. It, it, it's like the anti... It's just... <laughs> It's, it's so it's bad. Terrible. It's a terrible. Uh, uh, I, I don't even know if you consider it a PSA because you gotta specify it. He said yeah. there's nothing to enjoy it. It's it's not a team up between Batman and Elvis. It's it's like there's this not Elvis. This supposed to be not Elvis type character at one point who's a who's an illusion of the main antagonist because he's nuts. Yeah, because he's just that shit insane. Pardon the pun. Fun about being. Famous. Yeah. Let's just veer away from this because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is going to happen a lot through this thing, I can tell. Yes, and I actually encourage it. Don't worry, guys. Thanks. If you guys veer away, don't. This, this is why we're having these conversations, so that we can go on to sub conversations and what have you. Alrighty. So when you go. This way you're going inside. It's just, it's just a great way to start the game as itself. You just... I mean, mostly because you get to, like, walk around and listen to Joker, like, smart-ass to everybody as he's going in. Mm-hmm. He's got the situation locked down, even though he's fucking, like, strapped in to a table. Tick-tock. Is that a crocodile I hear? <laughs> that was great. And that, uh, and the character design for that video game was lovely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to... We're gonna definitely go into that. Yeah. I mean, and they really show it off in that opening scene, just showing you basically how they've designed. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the croc, you can see the croc in there, you do see Zaz, you see. Uh, uh, do we know how long this game took to develop? A year and a half. A year wow. and a half, and they made it look like that? Wow. Yeah. I thought it was like, I kept thinking it was something they were working on for like forever or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I can't believe they got all that done in a year and a half. Jeez. And wasn't it a new studio that made it, too? Rocksteady? Were they new yeah. at the time? Yeah. I think mm. they were new. Yeah, I think it's Rocksteady. Um, yeah, it was one of their first big projects, but, I mean, money was thrown behind it, so. No, that's you know, true. Batman, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, they were... The Dark Knight was getting all this hype, and Batman Begins was loved, and they just knew that this was the time to strike. So they just threw tons of money behind it. It just cracked me up at the same time that the game beforehand that appeared was 
Lego Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Which hey, was that perfectly fun. fun. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. It was great. Oh, there, we have to modify the list, and there's four good Batman games. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> we forgot I guess about Lego. Lego Batman counts as a Batman game. It does. No, it's, it's a Batman game. Yeah. I run around shooting, ki- killing people with as Batman. That counts. Wait, Batman doesn't kill people. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he dismantles people. Yeah, he dismantles. Yeah, dismantles. <laughs> I play with Legos all the time. I don't need a video game to do that. <laughs> I would. I just don't have any of my Legos anymore. Okay. Well, from here... my <laughs> back to my childhood. So, uh... Yeah, the the opening credit sequence. Um, there was a lot of really cool stuff there. Um, just the fact that it, it's kind of funny how how um there seems to be a, a paradox, I guess you could say, between it because even though Batman is in charge here, you know that he he knows exactly what's going on, and you know he's he's walking down the hall with Joker strapped up, and he's like, yeah, you know, I caught you. You're you're going back in. You can't beat me. I'm I'm the Batman. But at the same time, the fact that you can only go forward walking gives you kind of this feeling of um, confinement, yeah. you know. So, which uh, which really is a good thing to lead you into what's about to happen. Yeah, that the Joker is going to get away, and really, there's nothing Batman can do about it. Right. Well, that's, you can also see that, like, some point, basically, when you do it, you're a little slow with walking here and there. <laughs> um, I think. That also comes into play that he kind of feels that this whole thing was a little too easy. Yeah. 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 Well, he even literally brought that up, that it was a little, that uh, the Joker seemed to almost want to be caught. Want to be caught. Oh, no, I'm reading this right. off the script. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, it's been a hell of a night. Uh, <laughs> go, go into white Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try Coca-Cola Zero. Coca-Cola Zero with the same great taste of regular Coca-Cola. <laughs> Sorry. Number three, <laughs> <for> Ovaltine. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of Ovaltine. Good <laughs> God. <laughs> I, bet, I bet Nesquik is looking at them like, Talk shit now, Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but still around, bitch. And I thought the video game uh, segued really well from the opening to the first uh, fight. fight with all the goons. Yes. Yeah. It was so fluid. Mm-hmm. I get, the feel- I get the feeling Joker's plan wouldn't have worked so well if Quincy Sharp wasn't just a freaking dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it always works? Think of how it, he always gets out of Arkham. Yeah. Um, the Harley Quinn, who was just a freaking dumbass. And then this guy, and pretty much every time he manipulates his way out of Arkham, it's some guy being a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if Gotham was not was full of more competent people, I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> the stories wouldn't be as exciting. Yeah. That would be, like, a great... If they did, like, a Batman epilogue kind of story or something like that, like... Bruce Wayne was now in charge of Arkham Asylum or something like that. Actually, in Earth 2, Bruce Wayne is head of the Gotham PD after he retired. Yeah. From oh, that's cool. And also, and Robin, I, re- I recently read an Elseworlds story where it's like the 1800s, and 
Bruce Wayne is uh, head of Arkham Asylum. That was good. That, yeah, I read that. That was really good. It is. That and Holy Terror are my two favorite albums. Yes. But thankfully not Holy Terror Batman. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> that would have been fun, and you know it. It would have been. It's still getting made. That's what bugs me. Um, it's not with Batman anymore. Why are you so sick? It's no longer with Batman. Thank God. <laughs> Batman fighting the Al-Qaeda. That would have been Prince fun. It. How the hell are you going to get a hooker into this story? <laughs> There's a good point. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, when the when he first came up with that idea was during a really dark time, so he wanted to bring back the whole propaganda comics, and it's been in production for what almost ten years. It's now? been in production for ten years. So again, if Duke Nukem Forever can come out, then yeah, yeah, yeah that's well, true. But DC's already told him he can't use Batman for the story anymore. Yeah. No, but Grant Morrison can you know, do anything he wants with Batman. Completely rate Batman's backstory. But Grant Morrison, no, you can't write a propaganda comic. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a real... I don't hate Grant Morrison. He's up his own ass. Yeah, thank yeah. you. No, he, I, I... He, he, he can be a good writer. It's just that every... When he start, when he gets the ball rolling, like, it will be good for a while. And then he'll just be like, well, I'm Grant Morrison. And it'll That's just start. exactly what I tell everybody when I explain it. You put it exactly how I put it. Yeah. He buys into his own hype, and suddenly he writes whatever he thinks and feels about. Well, at least he gave us All-Star Superman. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that made me cry. <laughs> Great All story. Right, so Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of story, uh, let's just get to the story in itself. Uh, would you like me to explain it for the listeners, or... A little bit, yeah, just go... Okay, well, Batman, uh, retrieves the Joker from whatever crime he was committing, and, uh, has him incarcerated back into Arkham Asylum for the unteenth time. But in this version, Joker has a plan to actually take over the asylum and entrap Batman in, in there while he's, uh, uh, for... But he he's actually in there for unknown reasons. We find out later that he's actually trying to... Uh, he's actually trying to use a the a newly redesigned Venom formula, which is uh, connected with Bane, for to create a sort of insane army, and then it kind of his plan kind of goes to crap, and he turns it on himself and becomes a uh, Bane Joker. Which isn't really as exciting as you think it is, but still pretty crazy when... Yeah, you know, it was kind of an underwhelming final fight, wasn't it? They took that idea from the Batman, so they were just running with whatever they had. Yeah. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. There was a whole episode from the Batman that was about Joker having the... And that was actually a surprisingly good episode, all things considered. Um, Because it was about Batgirl, so that made it awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because she was awesome in that show. Let's go. To go with the story, I mean, that was a really good sum up. And what's kind of interesting is that as the story is going along, people who aren't uh, like who only know Batman from maybe the animated series or the move or the new movies even get a kind of a crash course history about the Batman. I mean, they talk about stuff. I mean, heck, they reference Great White Shark. When was the last time he had made an appearance? Yeah, I know. I mean, I was, <laughs> I, I was like, um. 
I remember when I finally unlocked the profile for Great White Shark, I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. Who the hell is Great White Shark? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read the comics he's been in, but I'm like, when was, I don't think he's appeared since, like, 96 or something like that. Yeah. He, was, he was in there recently. It's just like he was in, one, like, one page. Right. And it was a story about the terrible trio, so that tells you something. Yeah. Uh, terrible trio. Let's not even bring them up. Yeah. Oh, is that the shark bird and... Yeah. 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 But, uh, in a Arkham Asylum, there were so many different stories that were going on at the same time. Like, you know, you read, you unlock all those character stories, and then the story about Arkham itself. Yeah. It just it makes for very interesting gameplay. You get so engaged into it. Actually, you know, if I may be so bold, I almost think the Chronicles of Amadeus Arkham were probably the best part of the game. Definitely. Definitely. Um, there were some, some parts. I like some of, there was a lot of uh, fan nods, like little things like Harley Quinn uh, letting Poison Ivy loose because they're friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though she's not supposed to get, according to the Joker, she's not supposed to get out. I personally find that an acceptable fan nod. (laughs) I thought that was funny, though, because, you know, the only reason Joker didn't want her out because he didn't want her stealing Harley, in my opinion. Actually, I reverse it. I think he didn't want her, her killing him. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that too. That too. (laughs) The reason she got out is because Paul Dini wanted to write in a shot where we get to see Poison Ivy's ass. And is there a problem with that, really? I don't see a problem. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I would say. um, And? (laughs) Look at more into those 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 things. The character designs are... Yeah, the character designs are definitely going to be a subject. But, uh... I will have to say, in regards to the story, one of the kind of interesting things is that the story actually progresses on in a realistic way in the way, like, when you clear out an area of enemies, those enemies are gone. They don't respawn. They're just laying there unconscious. And during the whole thing over the visiting area, the Joker's goons have been building this monument to him. Right. It gets slowly and slowly and slowly built over as you complete the missions. And that was actually really kind of cool to me, that the watch it kind of alter and change as you went along. And one can't forget the story with the Riddler. Yeah. Oh, look at that. We'll, we're going to oh, yeah. play in depth with those pieces down the line. I, I got a long list. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, we touched on to the art, but let's get a little more in depth. It it kicked ass, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I've ever heard people complain about ever is Harley Quinn's costume. And they complained can... about the costume. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of really hardcore Harley Quinn fans complain about it. It made sense for the game. Right. That's my opinion of it. Uh, yes. While I would have liked the red and purple look in the actual costume that she wears. But I understand why it wasn't done, you know, to make sure she stood out from the background. Yeah. yeah. But um, well, I for the for the scene. She was yeah. a sexy person. That's what the Joker would have liked. <laughs> if it had been anywhere else, she couldn't have worn yeah. that costume. But that's the yeah. only time. Which is like. which is why, if we could skip ahead a month, uh, I just want to point out she's not wearing it anymore in Arkham City. Oh, no. no, so. she's wearing more of a gang a gang uh, leader kind of out like a urban outfit. Right. Which gets more city aspect of it. Even though we saw her wearing the outfit in the teaser, but hey, that's a teaser, so. Yeah. I don't think they got the 
the design, what they wanted to go for at that point. Yeah. But just to, uh, you know, oh, we're going to do another game. Here, here's, here's some hot ass. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. That happens a lot. Recycle footage for video game trailers, that's just, that's not a new thing. It's like, it's not a new thing for movie trailers. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at the Dark Knight Rises uh, teaser trailer. Yeah, to be honest, though. That's... They had Harley Quinn in a nurse's outfit in the Dark Knight Rises trailer? No, no, no. They reused, <laughs> reused stuff, for, they reused uh, stuff from yeah. Batman. Yeah. I didn't watch as a I was, I was going to say, where, I, how did I miss that? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to rewatch that. Um, yeah, I, I know there was some recycling, but it's a good trade off. You, you yeah. get, like, oh, yeah. locations here and there, which are new. So. Now, one character design that I really, really like that I uh, want to bring up is Scarecrow's design. Because there was such a mixture of actual scariness to his costume and yet some old-school design to it that it was just so perfectly balanced that I loved it. Well, what I really liked about it is, while it had, like, yeah, the old-school design, it also had, it went back to that institution feel. He had, like, he had his fear serum and these hypodermic needles instead of a gas. He had all this... Like, like he was in, like you would, like the nightmares you'd have if you were in a psychiatric hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Like you worry that the doctors are all looming over you with needles to put you under and all this stuff. Yeah. And it just fit. Now, I don't know. Oh, sorry, man. Go on. Oh, no, that time you go. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know this for sure, but was it Peter McNichols who voiced him? Um, Thanks. Off the top of my head. Well, if it is, I, I'm pretty sure because I thought I recognized his voice. I was like, "That sounds like Peter McNichols. That sounds like Doctor Octopus." But no, I don't think that's him. Just... Really? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that's cool. Oh, here, give that me would me. be awesome. One character I would go on, man. Whatever. One character I would have liked to see in the game that wasn't was um, I always say this with like every Batman thing that's not in Clayface. Oh, Clayface, that was kind of a really cool reveal, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I just thought it was kind of cool that he's just down there, and he keeps changing into people depending on who he thinks he'll let, let go. Yeah. I just wish, like, he would have actually been, like, would have been used more, just because of, like, the possibility with someone like that. It, I, it is kind of weird that, because that that could be a pretty epic boss fight, actually. That could yeah. be the boss fight before, like, Joker. the fight boss fight. Yeah, where you fight pretty much every other boss you've already fought. Yeah. Is he going to be one of the villains for City? I don't, quickly? I don't think he is. I haven't seen anything about him yet. Uh, he has not been um, mentioned at this point. No. I guess he... Yeah, well, we yeah. Some... It, it, Peter McNichol didn't voice uh, no, the Scarecrow, I guess. I have to give you the bad news. That's a shame. It sounded like him, though. Yeah, it did, it did kind of sound like him. Um, no, actually, uh, I was impressed with who we, some of the things we did fight and, I, and who we didn't fight. Because yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that when we got to the, oh, here's Harley Quinn. We're finally going to really fight Harley Quinn. Drops her in one punch. <laughs> Move on. It played with the power levels really realistically. Yeah. Realistically, for the comic 
universe. <laughs> I mean, because the truth of the matter in the comics, she's ever, only ever been shown as a henchman. Yes. So she goes down quick. But, uh, trying to think. Um, I don't really have anything to add, unfortunately. <laughs> Hmm. There's something I want to add on to that, but that's the one to go down later. So I think we should go on to the. Let's see. I don't know which one worked better, the gadgets or the gameplay. Um. Oh. Yeah, it's both. I think. It was the same thing, really. Yeah, uh, the gadgets were a big part of the gameplay. That's a good point. The detective mode and everything like that. Yes, the detective mode was great. Yeah, I mean the the setup, the the gameplay system setup was just perfect. I mean, it was solid. I really don't want them to change too much for this new game, and I don't really think they're going to. But for this first one, it was smooth. I mean, the yeah. fight was smooth, all the gadgets were smooth, and the detective mode perfect. Yes. Detective the only issue mode. was I want to leave the detective mode on a little bit too much, and then I would miss out on the beautiful scenery in the game. Yeah. <laughs> detective mode, when the game is allowing you to cheat. <laughs> yeah, that was what it, that was always the funny thing. I mean, the Easter eggs and the unlockables you could get in Batman Arkham Asylum, they kind of they kind of gave them to you. <laughs> I mean, like one of one of the things you had to find was Riddler's map. If you didn't find it, you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, have unlocked all of his unlockables. And once you yeah. find Riddler's map, you know exactly where everything is. So, except exactly. for the teeth, except for the yeah. teeth. Yeah. Um, but with the game controls for the fighting, it, it was one of the most fluid fight sequences in a game I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. It was that good. Every move just kind of flew, flown into each other, and the camera, you never had an issue where you are like, ah, the camera stuck behind a wall. No, you always yeah. saw what was going on. Right. It, oddly enough, the, the way the um, the fighting system worked reminded me of, like, old, it's going to sound weird, but, like, old brawlers, like, 2D brawlers, like uh, Ninja Turtles or something like that, where you use... There's nothing left to do except go get the Riddler stuff and the Arkham stuff you may have missed. Yeah. I mean, after there's all the enemies are still defeated. I mean, I praised it for not respawning enemies earlier, but once you're in new game plus mode, it'd be nice if there were some enemies again. Yeah. However, have you guys ever had that situation where you finish the game and you're just kind of getting those last trophies and everything? And then yeah. one of those occasional crazies pop up, like one just was there the whole time. Yeah, I know. Ah! That, that happened to me. I, I was like, oh, great, more more uh, psycho. Oh, yeah, and I, I definitely want to talk about that particular scene when he goes into intensive treatment, <laughs> which was probably the most brilliant part of the game. Oh, yes. I, I think it always goes. Try pressing, try pressing R3 when the Joker turns. Oh, uh, hold on. Uh, that was, no, tr- try pressing the middle uh, joystick or something like that, yeah, wasn't it? Was, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be, it was a button that doesn't exist. That wasn't what I was talking about, but... Uh, yeah, I know, but I thought of that while you were... Yeah. Talking. Let's be honest, who looked at the controller for a quick second? I did. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> Actually, it's funny. It's not the first game that's done that kind of stuff. Uh, Eternal Darkness 
on the GameCube, your character had a sanity meter, and if it dropped, it would, wouldn't just do stuff to your character, it would do stuff to your television. And it would, like, it would, like, sit there and it would go, it would do the stuff, like, in Metal Gear Solid 1, where it's like, oh, video screen. And, uh, yeah. it even once said, all, it's like, uh, memory card corrupted, all saved games lost. Oh, jeez. It would and screw with like you and make you think. Well, that sucks. It messed with my head. Yeah, I remember reading some comments of people who were playing the Scarecrow level, and they were like, I, I swear I was expecting my uh, my ring on my uh, Xbox to turn red. That was one of their <laughs> plans. And then they changed their mind. Oh, that's so faster. They were trying, they were going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no you, you can't do that, because that, that would have yeah. that. That, that just, like, they would have got sued. Yeah. <laughs> I would have that, cried in the corner. The other, that, the other idea they had was to make it so that turn your controller off. Yeah, that would have that been really uh, mean-spirited of them to do something like that, because, yeah. Man, I wish you were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Tom, the Shadow's got a new review. Cool. I got the recording going. Oh, okay. So you should... Hmm. You guys want to get back to it? Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah back to gameplay. Batarangs. Batarangs, yes. Bat- I, I thought it was cool getting the multiples. Yeah. Yes. What's cool about the Batarangs is how there are different ways for you to shoot them. I mean, you can lock on and then shoot, but if you, you know, double-click the... Uh, I think it's the left trigger. You can actually just automatically hit it, which is cool. Right. You can, and you can, like, be in the middle of a chain combo and just throw one in the middle of it to catch that guy yeah. running at you. It was, it was, they, I cannot believe how seamless combat was. Mm. Yeah. Just, I, I've never encountered a game that I, re, I felt like I was playing cutscenes. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever played a game where I could do everything that the cutscene showed that I could do. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I kind of I kind of sucked at fighting in the game, so for me it was a little. <laughs> Got it. I, I made Batman look like kind of a spaz. So. Aww. <laughs> Good <laughs> play it because it it is simple once you get used to it. Yeah. It takes some getting used to it though. Yeah. I was saying. Yeah, I kept liking like how the. Oh, the fight's end with the grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
but only because only because it's Batman. So. Yeah, I, I so it's pretty much when when Batman's involved, you're pretty much having sex. You just don't know it. Yep. <laughs> Unless Frank Miller's writing him, then he does have sex. And he doesn't call the next day either. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, it, it, it's it's basically how he deals with the commissioner too. You you see him once, and then you turn around, and you turn back, and he's gone. So. <laughs> you guys don't pay attention. Do you hear? You, you gotta look in the sky. There's a gigantic uh, light with two breasts up there. That's when he wants you back. <laughs> and uh, and the controls for um, Batman's gliding were really good too. You could yeah. really get yeah. distance on that cape. <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, Sly Cooper's Paraglide, or whatever it's called. Anybody mm-hmm. play Sly Cooper here? Or, uh, I have. No. The one I've played for. Yeah. When you when you unlock something called the Paraglide, he, he has, has a parachute that, if you jump from high places, it's essentially the same thing that Batman's cape does. So. It's a good-ass cape. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta know that he's Batman when he can still glide with a tape a cape ripped to shreds. Like what yeah. that, that thing is in pieces. Actually that's one of the cool things going back to that story stuff we were talking about. How his costume gets more and more damaged. Yeah. There. And I swear his face gets a little bit hairier as it continues too. It's very possible because I, I think I actually noticed that too or something like that. He at least looks more, like, worn out. I mean, here he is. I mean, what, he's taking out, like, 60 goons and every one of his villains. Yeah. That's a rough night. And then what does he say at the end? Nope, gotta go back to work. (laughs) The mission is never over. They don't show it, but he actually just calls in Blue Beetle to take care of it. He's... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he just calls up Selena, talk, tells him about the night, and then bam, sex. Please, yeah. he calls up Green Arrow. Oh! Or and a new slash pick is born! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that one already exists. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> then the whole birds... Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that Batman and Blue Beetle, but... Oh, well, never then. <laughs> yes. I'm sure they're there. And yeah, then the whole birds of prey thing. Right. <laughs> According to fan fiction, all they do when they're not doing missions is have sex with each other. And yeah. Batman, apparently. And Batman. I'm sure Gail Simone appreciates, appreciates that. Hmm. Uh, what, what, what else to talk about? Um, the claw. The claw's awesome. The claw is great, yeah. Especially when you finally get the upgrade and you can finally bring down walls. Yes, thank God. It's like that little thing looks like it was mocking me. And yeah, I know. I was like, you tease. You freaking little tease. <laughs> no. I can't. And then you got to go back to all the old levels and be like, okay, what did I miss? Where was yeah. it? And I know it was here. I know I saw one. But there, there's such a feeling of gratification when you can finally bring down those walls. Yes. Actually, one of the coolest... This was the first night I was playing. Um, it was the first stealth mission. Mm. And we're going through, and I'm on the last guy from the first wave of enemies you have to fight. And he's all freaked out because I've been doing all sorts of things just to scare the hell out of him. 
and he, I, I'm overhead. He's right underneath me. I'm on a gargoyle. I'm about to do the inverted takedown. And I kid you not, he suddenly shouts, "What are you?" <laughs> grabbed him right then, and I went, "I'm Batman." Yeah. <laughs> yes. I can't believe I had that moment on my first night. It was one. Of, it's still my favorite moment of playing. Yeah, that. why did that's awesome. This hit my nose. It's like inverted takedown. That is the best thing that they had to put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things that really felt like Batman. Oh yeah, all those stuff parts really felt like Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I eventually, once I was really good at those parts, I just started messing around and would jump from gargoyle to gargoyle and throw batarangs at them from across the room just mm-hmm. to watch them freak out, <laughs> wonder what the <laughs> hell was going on. Okay, let, let me ask you: when they were tied up from the takedown, how many ta- how many did you like cut down and just like let fall? All of them. I always wait for the friends, their friends to be looking at them first, though. <laughs> their friends, they've got, like, three guys all looking. It's like, oh, my God, he's here. And, and then I they shoot it down. And they had to pass out first. One thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is probably the most clever and inventive of, the, of his gadgets, the code sequencer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, uh, I love the way that you could use the two joysticks to be able to create a sonic wave that could disrupt the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, power cores, I guess, what you would call it, the, uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that was actually kind of, because it, it tells you one purpose, but it actually has another purpose behind it, you know, when to use it. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of creative, because it was like, hey, think like Batman. I was just glad when I was able to update it much and then enough so I wouldn't have to, like, go, I, I, I almost got to do, oh, damn, I got to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was, once I unlocked the code sequencer, that was kind of the next upgrades I would buy. Yeah. Get it all together so I don't want to do this shit again. Actually, there, there's a good question. What upgrades did you buy first? What order did you go? Uh, I, I, I think with a lot of people, I went with the inverted takedown first. I just yeah. bought, I just bought whatever I saw and was like, oh, that looks cool. I'll buy this. I'm the kind of gamer. Um, well, first I did buy inverted takedown first because that just looked so cool. <laughs> and then I'm the kind of gamer who always goes health first, so I did all those first, and then I went and did the fun stuff. Of course, of course. By the time I was about halfway through the game, I'd gotten so good at the combat that I stopped buying health, and I just started buying the additional chain co- combos, because I knew, hey, I could take down an entire room of guys if I do this right. He's not cocky or anything. I'm not. <laughs> it took me half the game to get good at that. <laughs> yes, it did, Mr. Mask. Your hey. applesauce. <laughs> steak sauce. Okay. And, uh, again, I'm left with nothing. That's cool. <laughs> I'll try to get rid of that part. Yeah. The best way to do it, editing. Yes. Which, we all look cool when you edit things. Wish me luck. <laughs> Good luck. Don't worry, buddy. It's not that hard. Okay. It just requires a lot of patience. Okay, um, now we're down for the big stuff. Uh, let's get really in-depth. We're going to deal with the 
characters, and that's including here and there cast members. Of course, we're going with the big gun, starting off with Batman, played by the one and only Kevin Conroy. When you uh, when you first load up that game and you hear his voice, I gotta say, as a fan, the nostalgia just kicks in real quick, and that only helps. <laughs> right? You feel home the second you hear his voice. It's like, yeah. You, you know, bat- yep, I'm Batman. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Chris, I have to admit, my entire life. I have to admit, Bruce Greenwood is starting to grow on me as Batman. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not someone who's going to sit there and go, only Kevin Conroy, but yeah, right. Nice, just like it was nice having Mark Hamill joke. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, kind of gave that that continuity, that feeling of safety when you yeah, when you hear that voice just starting off, it's like. This is how things are. This is how it should be. It's good. Good start. Like this, like this feels like it should, like like it's all right, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And with Batman, you really felt like you were playing Batman the whole time. Yeah, you know, you didn't find out a ton about his character. You got little tips and pieces of the story that we all know about his parents just in, that scarecrow, in that scarecrow scene. But it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And let's say the the guy who played Scarecrow, it was just amazing. Yeah, I he terrified me. I mean, and that's what he should do. So that was perfect. He was almost more terrifying when he was just uh, Jonathan Crane in those audio. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was that that was kind of the cool thing those audio logs. So we got to hear all these additional little bits and pieces that. Yeah. It really, and to fill out the world and to make us really kind of understand. I'm all about the extras and being able to listen to all that, that was fantastic. And if someone was just a fan, like someone mentioned earlier, of just the movies, they could have easily picked up the game and suddenly got a history lesson of what, you know, Poison Ivy or Two-Face is all about. Not Two-Face, excuse me. <laughs> well, they need an education about both Poison Ivy two and Two Face based off the movies. And then, I, I like Batman Forever. I, I do too. I do too. I just wish Tommy Lee Jones didn't try to out Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That, I do like that movie. Bat tits. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Joel Schumacher presents Bat tits. That's all yeah. I have to say. Bill Schumacher's history's greatest monster. <laughs> um, but really, I mean... Joel Schumacher, the greatest Batman villain of them all. Uh. Yeah. They've even made reference to that in the animated series. Oh, yeah. J- uh, Joel the sh- in front of the Shoemaker store or whatever. Yep, yep it was Joel. He's like, I heard that his ba- that he makes wears rubber suits and his Batman yeah. walls. Shut up, Joel. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Joel. It, I just saw Batman fighting over there. It was absolutely fabulous. Or something like that. Yeah. And uh, what was also a really interesting part of the game was um, that we got to actually hear the character Oracle. Yeah. Yeah. It's Oracle. It's Oracle. We'll be getting to that. 
sorry. It's cool. I got ev- I got just about everybody listed, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the funny thing is with the new Batman, Batgirl comic, yeah, she's not Oracle anymore, but they did the one thing right that they could only do to make this work. They gave it to Gail Simone. So. Yeah. That's, okay, I read Batgirl number one. I'll give her a second issue. That's mm. all I'll say about it. And the new 52 is a new podcast all in it. All yeah, in that's itself. a podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's for later days. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, who else did a great job? Uh, did we talk about Arlene Sorkin? Oh, no. But, well, no, we have not. She's, she's third on my list. Okay. Before oh, Number two. You really have to ask. Mark Tim. Yes, we're going with the Joker. I figured we were going to save the best for last. You know what? Let's see. Well, we started with Kevin Conroy, so how are we going to get that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. But, um, uh, Mark, always at the top of his game with Joker. Uh, you know, he's he's come a long way from Luke Skywalker. He's come a long way from, I was going to Natasha Stages to get some power converters. <laughs> and he's such a huge comic book fan that he just always brings it home with the Joker. He's now re- redeemed his appearance in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Uh, if I could, if I could bring back a quick anecdote for nostalgia's sakes, I remember um, watching. Wow, this is way back. Episode of The Daily Show. This was back with. Oh, what was his name? Not John Stewart. The other guy. I know who you mean. I can't remember. His name Greg Kilborn. Yes. Greg Kilborn, and for, I don't remember why. But Mark Hamill, I guess, started on the thing. Uh, we'll probably talk about the maybe like Star Wars being re-released with the new stuff and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, it's like they immediately started talking about the Joker and just like, so you're getting, so you're the Joker uh, on Batman the Animated Series, and my eyes lined up. What? Huh? <laughs> so like, it took me years to realize that myself, actually. So like, everybody, close your eyes. And then he started, Hello, everyone, it's me, the Joker! <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God! <laughs> what is this? I don't even... Like, the paragon of virtue becomes the paragon of evil. Of yeah. An- anarchy, probably. Anarchy, yeah. That was my first fangasm. Good times. <laughs> you never forget your first, folks. I was no longer a nerd virgin. <laughs> See, now that happened to me back when I was nine and the Masters of the Universe live action movie came out. So You still liked it? I still own it. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay. Nostalgia creates a great little shield that hides everything. That's a good hey man, movie. at least it wasn't trying to be a Thundercats live action movie. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And Evil Lynn was hot. <laughs> I've only seen the Nostalgia Critics review, so I don't know. <laughs> I know Courtney Cox was in it. Yeah. So. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, she was like in everything when she was. Wasn't she dancing with. Uh, no, I'm thinking about that. That's a music video, never mind. Yeah, that was like her first thing, wasn't it, or something? It was like. Yeah. That was, yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure I heard Skeletor singing Dancing in the Dark, but uh, I've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing um, in the dark. <laughs> it's got for hire. 
Uh, Joker. It's just so... It was amazing to have him back. How many people threw batarangs at his, at his monitors? I did. One time. <laughs> Everyone. Threw it at every one of them. I didn't give a crap. I was just like, since, there, since there's no button that you can give the finger to the screen, you just throw <laughs> yeah, the batarang. That's right. get the finger to it, yeah. yeah. No way you can just whip out, whip out the batwang and just be mean. Teabag <laughs> him. My favorite joke moment in that game is when uh, you're walking into the uh, visitor center and you see the Joker body with the TV mm. stand. And at first, maybe he's the dummy, then he come up, and no, he's not. At the very end of the game, you find out, yeah. It's, yeah. He's been seen there the whole time. And then you go, what the hell? Actually, my favorite Joker moment has to be him with, with uh, Scarface. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. He throws him away yeah. and goes, Give him back to the ventriloquist. <laughs> the hot ventriloquist, not the other one. Who's <laughs> now? They're both dead. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, there's a reboot now. So. Well, no, it's not, well, like we said, fifty-two is a whole new discussion. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to kill. You got money on the new one being like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> now he truly is evil. But, uh, <laughs> Jeff Dunham? He'd, yeah. He'd make a funny, if it wasn't, eh, I think he'd actually make a funny man for but... I like his both. Just... Here's the weird thing people don't realize about Jeff Dunham. He's been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was nine years, nine, ten years old watching Evening in the Improv at A&E, and he was on that. That was 20 years ago. I like his early stuff. I, I, in all honesty, I've never really seen much of Jeff Dunham's stuff. I just, I hear a lot of negativity around him in the joke scenes, like. You know. <laughs> He's funny, in my opinion. Whatever. But, uh... I'd rather... I'd, I, it was cool. What Was it Mark Hamill voicing uh, Scarface? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. I thought that was pretty cool that, uh... Because of the fact that uh, Scarface was being controlled by the Joker, that they had Mark Hamill voicing him. So we got to hear Mark Hamill play another iconic Batman villain for once. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the the real thing that's really cool about Arkham Asylum is it's Joker versus Batman every step away. Yeah, we've got all the other people there, but he's the one who's put them in Batman's way. And so basically, you have you have your two best voice actors playing off each other for a thirty-hour video game. I mean, mm. what can you have better? Yeah, they definitely... Besides, like, having dinner with the actual actors or something like right. that. <laughs> Which is funny, because I hear both of them would actually... If you ask, ask them, hey, want I'll treat you to dinner, let go of you. So, mm. Cool. Both really so Harley Quinn. Yes, let's get to Har- Harley Quinn. Good old Harley. Nurse outfit. Okay, next up. No, <laughs> there it is. Well, I think people much. overly. Obs- I will say because um, I am friends with a lot of hardcore Harley Quinn fan girls, and then one myself. I think too many people obsess over her costume for no reason. Okay. Well, not, not not no reason, but they overly focus on it. They fit the setting. Next story. Um, and now it's happening to go back to the fifty-two. Everyone's <laughs> thinking about it with the new fifty-two as well. And Arkham City. Oh God, yeah. yeah. That yeah. outfit actually does suck. Though, the new fifty-two. It's yeah. the same. She's wearing in Arkham City. No, it's not, but it's, it's very close. It's similar. It, it's, it's, that, 
she doesn't look too much like a hoe in person. <laughs> like, yeah, but the the thing about the thing about the new Fifty Two costume is the fact that they've taken away the innocence of her character. Yeah. Actually, that's the theme of her appearance too. Yeah, uh, writing. Yeah, and that actually is something they should have been doing for a long time. And I think Arkham City actually kind of touches on she's too starry eyed. She's listening to. She listens to everything Joker set tells her to do. Never once realizes that the Joker doesn't care. And uh, to bring it back to Arkham Asylum, <laughs> you meant Arkham Asylum, apparently. Um, so to bring it back home, you really definitely see it in the end of the video game where you see her just crying and so yeah. you're sitting there sad and you're like, oh, how do I unopen? How do I open this? Oh, Batman went in anyway, but. Oh. <laughs> Give her a big hug. Always, it's always a good story. Whenever she's tough, annoying, but then in the end, a bit sympathetic, and yeah. the game captured that perfectly. I always loved the one episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series where she has like she's on parole. And oh yeah, Har- Harley's Holiday, right? Yeah, and then at the end, yeah, like best moment in that episode when she kissed Batman, and you know Batman That's- just went. You just know that um, he went back, found the Joker, was like, hey, guess what I just did? <laughs> just what I, I made time for your girl. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping there would be a button for that in the game. It's like, <laughs> 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 really... punch me one time. I'm surprised okay. he didn't just, like, I'm surprised he didn't just look at Ivy and be like, hey. No. <laughs> and Arlene, for having not voice acted for Harley in a couple of years... Once again, did a good job, mm-hmm. but of course the character was inspired by her as a person herself. Do we know if um, Andre Romano did the voice direction for this or not? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, whoever did 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 as good a job as she did for the characters. Except. Except for the the problem I had when you unlock um, the audio files for for Harley, she still has the uh, Valley Girl or whatever you call it accent. Yes. Even, even as a Harleen Brooklyn, Brooklyn accent uh, of uh, Ar- uh, even as a Harleen Quinzel, and that annoyed yeah. the crap out of me because I was like, no, she didn't talk like that. No. Yeah, she's supposed to hide well, it. When she, she's the, trying to hide the, it when she's Harleen. The technical yeah. was supposed to be the accent's real. She just hit it when she was in school because she thought it made it sound made her sound stupid. Yeah. And in the audio files, it was her accent was very toned down, mm. but it was it was there, but it just wasn't as. And then that's also down. that's Arlene's real accent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Ooh. That's the thing. Uh, Harley Quinn as a character was inspired by the voice actress. I mean, mm. if you look at a picture of her, she dresses like her. It's hilarious. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah, I've I've seen pictures of Arlene Sorkin, but I I never knew she actually talked like that. So. Talking mm-hmm. and bring up Google Chrome. Uh. And they wasn't that the original actress of Poison Ivy too? Um. No, that was actually the woman who did um. Femshep from Mass Effect? No, that's not Jennifer Hale. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's that's not Jennifer Hale. I've heard Jennifer Hale. I thought Jennifer Hale. Excuse no. me. <laughs> Let's see. I'm actually looking at her profile right now. Um, we going with 
Bad Taz or Sniper Wolf? What? Went to a Sniper Wolf from uh, Metal Good Metal Gear Solid. Ah. And honestly, that was pretty much the only thing most people would know her from. Oh, she did Batman. She did. Uh, oh, she was she was Miram in Baby Doll, in the episode of Baby Doll. Oh. Well, I gotta say then, she did a fantastic job as Poison Ivy because I could have sworn that was the original actress. Yeah. She was delightfully sexy. Yeah. I decided since we're talking about the voice actors, I brought up the IMDb so I could qu- click and search stuff. Ah. Yeah. Yes, because the Internet Movie Database is such a reliable source. Yeah. Why did I put Ivy on the list at this point? Holy shit. Well, we're talking I'm about a huge now. Girl. You gotta put her on the list. I forgot! Yeah. Hold on! There we go! <laughs> and, and you're right. The IMDb is not the best place when yeah. things are brand new, but after something's out and you can't, the credits are for everyone to find out. It's a lot yeah. harder to. That was just me being a wise ass. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. I just, you know. Uh, I used to on a Wikipedia until I was friends with a guy who actually worked for it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, we didn't get to hear much of Bane, unfortunately. Yeah. No, and that is that is a real unfortunate. He didn't because sound too Spanish to me, and that's always a thing I didn't like whenever, yeah. like whenever he didn't sound Hispanic, I just hate that. Yeah, I mean, who who played him? You played him in the new Batman Adventures, freaking Hector Alessandro, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, come he on! Was I mean, brilliant. He yeah. Was amazing. I had one problem with uh, Bane in the video game was that we fought him is that we fought him multiple times, but not always Bane because they, they always use the same Bane like do oh, basic yeah. boss fight and it got really really boring. Really repetitive. Yeah. Um, although Bane was the hardest out of those, he was. Yeah, yeah. it was um, kind of fun when you got to ride around on the bad guy. Yeah, that yeah. was a, yeah, that was great. I mean, I got like a, I got like a twenty times uh, uh, hit combo because of writing those things. Yeah, I know great. that's how I got my first twenty hit combo. Yeah. Um, interesting side note: the guy who did Bane is now the voice of the Hulk for the Avengers. He's like, okay, you were saying about what he also played. Fred oh yes, um, Bane also Bane also played plays now the Hulk for Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of an interesting thing that he goes from one muscle man to another. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, he really didn't get to say much in in the uh, scenes that he was in for Bane. Yeah. I mean, no. like uh, be- between their fights, the Batman got the best line. He says, "No, Bane. This time, I break you." <laughs> I mean, really, if you want Bane's best lines, you have to lose against him. Yeah. To hear him say, now I shall break you, and things yeah. like that. He was kind of Bane smash for most of the things. Yeah. Oh, Maybe he had to love uh, the image of Joker using him for his venom. Yeah. yeah. And, let, and let's face it, that was the only way... The, that was the only way, logically, you were going to be able to fight Bane anyway, because, uh, uh, you know, they make it clear in the comics at this point that Bane is a good guy. You know, he's reformed. So. Oh, that that's a good point. We'll, we'll, we're going to tack on a little bit of that later. We are. Okay. There is truth that Arkham Asylum doesn't exist in the comics continuity at all. 
Yeah. Um. Still would have been cool if they had gotten Hector Alessandro, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. Alright. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about Ivy? Dead I, ass? I don't know. <laughs> Dead ass, yeah. Them hips. <laughs> I thought, uh, people make such a really sexy costume, I thought it was really uh, believable that she would have been given this uniform and then just been like, uh, no pants, but pants are so Yeah. I made that costume. She's wearing panties. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Every guy in the room just went. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew. We're, we're, we're well aware. We, Anyways, I'm no, I thought I knew with them perfectly. And uh, her... And her boss scene was really fun. It was, yeah, there were awesome moments. But yeah, and they kind of made it clever in the way that even when she's in pain, she sounds sensual. It's like, whoa, okay. Uh, like, you have to put the controller down for a second, like, um. Yeah. I mean, you don't get to make noises. <laughs> well then it did its job it did a good job of getting the um, gamer to be surprised yeah disturbed. disturbed come on I'm not the only guy who saw this right I mean, oh yeah. no, no I, was, I, I thought that she kind of enjoyed Batman beating her up yeah. I noticed it uh ah, what the hell that oh. kind of hurt sorry it's all right. We forgive you. I'll take care of that. That one kind of hurt. I'm wearing headphones, so. <laughs> oh, now I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> not get into what nobody's wearing at this point. <laughs> Where are we? Um, Killer Croc was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm with Croc. No, I, you know what? Croc is where I had a problem. Yeah. With his, his I thought his. I thought his like his design was slightly weird. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be a, a someone who's got a disease, not an actual croc. So. Yeah. yeah like, even that's... even though he looks more lizard, like, in the comics, he still looks like he has a Like, the way his skin is more, like, it looks like it's just growing mm-hmm. rather than scaled. He's always looked like he's just been, like, a disease guy that happens to look like a crocodile rather than an actual crocodile. Mm-hmm. Although, I think the character designs as a whole, they took a big inspiration from the original animated series. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I think that's probably the reason why that happened. And, Especially Croc. But I did love, I loved what they did with Croc, with the whole Peter Pan thing. That was so great. TikTok, yes. fear the Croc. That was awesome, but the problem was, they spent half this game hyping that fight scene. Yeah. And, then and, it, and he just falls down a hole. <laughs> Walking slow and, throw, and throwing a battering at him every so often. But I'll tell you, though, when I first played that part, it was freaky as all hell. And then I realized how easy it was. Then it was okay. Yes. Yeah. And well, and I, was, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared because, like I said, I played a Let's Play, so I knew it was coming. So right. I watched it, yeah. Well, and then we'll go back to me playing this game bleary-eyed, like, in the early <laughs> hours morning. And I get to the scene where you actually go, walk up to the door and Croc jumps, up, jumps out at you. <laughs> hit the door, and I freaking... I actually shouted. <laughs> it actually... I'm a horror... And I'm a horror movie guy. I love movies, and that got me. And I hate jump out like 
that. I think they're lame. Not a fan of getting scared, so that's those surprising parts. Like, ah, ah, son of a bitch! Well, Killer Croc is someone you should genuinely be afraid of, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, and Considering... that's when we got to the actual fight, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the real problem. Once I actually got <laughs> yeah, to the I remember, there were a couple of times when I heard him say, I, I can smell you. And I was just standing there waiting, and when he jumped up, I just threw a batarang and he was down. Right, it's like, yeah, it's like, wow, you're, you're lame. <laughs> really, this is all I have to do to beat you is just kind of walk around and then I'm going to blow up the ground underneath you? Hey, man, think about it. Ivy beat him with a, well, well that wasn't really him, but still. Yeah. Him with a knee to his groin. <laughs> it actually kind of reminded me of the episode Almost Got Him. Yes, um, yeah. Because it's like, and I hit him with a, I was going to hit him with a rock. It was a rather big rock. And it's just like, yeah, that's pretty much Croc's intelligence level. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a cannibal southern bayou. It's funny, though, like, in, in, like, the first episode, he was, like, a freaking genius for, like, the first episode. And then ever, then as it went down, he was just an idiot for, like, the rest of the show. Mm. Well, and, hey, to reverse that, to go back to Harley and the first episode she appeared, she was just some henchman woman that the Joker hired. Yeah. Even yeah. referenced that he hired her. Yeah. And that's his, his, like, well, remember that the Joker is crazy and he loves to uh, uh, mess up stories. So. Yeah. True. That is true. I mean, what, what is it in, actually, the Arkham Asylum comic book, the Joker claims to be the manifestation of the voodoo god Gedi. Hmm. <laughs> That actually sounds kind of cool. That's some good stuff. That's a great comic. It actually is really good. And Grant Morrison wrote it, and I'm praising it. And I've already gone over my Grant Morrison hate. It's a really good comic. It's really well written. You are recording this, right, Bluff? Yep. (laughs) Good, we have it on record. Yeah. I praise something Grant Morrison did. Especially with Batman. Yep. Especially with my remix. I I praise Grant Grant, Grant, Grant Morrison. Um, I'm trying to, let's, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to get way more characters in City, so it's hard to think about. Uh, well, well, we had Zaz. Zaz. Yeah. Yeah. Zaz was kind of a fall guy in this one, though. Yeah. He never really is a big player. He's just... Well, he has no superpowers, so there's not much you can really do with him. I mean, at least with the Joker, he doesn't have any superpowers, but he's a guy who got chemically re-altered, you know, yeah. uh, so, and he's and he's absolutely a wild dog. I mean, Zaz is a wild dog, but Zaz is a cutter, too, so you can't take him that seriously. Yeah. Emo. <laughs> Everybody's a zombie! <laughs> You're an, you're, an, you're a fucking idiot, Zaz. Yes. I would have liked for them to have... I, I, I kept thinking that Firefly was going to be in the game, and the way I kept thinking, imagining him being in the game was that, like, for some reason they had him, like, either near or across from Ivy, and he kept, like, talking shit to her about burning her garden or something like that. <sighs> like, I thought that would have been pretty cool, but like, they just had a conversation where, and then she gets out, and the first thing she does is goes over and beats the crap out of him. Mm. I'm gonna get you, Batman! (laughs) (laughs) 
Should we talk about Quincy Sharp? Or, uh... Yeah, let's let's get to him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Corey Burton, did he play him or who? No, it was actually Tom Kane, same guy who did Gordon. T- Tom Kane, that's right, okay, yeah. Um, Quincy Sharp was an interesting character, but you really don't understand how important he really is until the very end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I, like I said, the Amadeus Arkham Chronicles were probably the best part of the game, so. They were really disturbing, too, especially once you got past that halfway point. Just yeah. Dude, you're fucked up. And I'll say, and to go back to the Arkham Asylum comic I was talking about, that's where those stories come from. Yeah. That's what the backstory of those comics are, is that Amadeus Arkham basically built his entire insane asylum in a house filled with death and and pain, so everyone infected, everyone who stays there is infected with it. Mm. I had to go online. I had to cheat a little bit to find out where the last location of the uh, uh, Chronicle of Ar- Amadeus Arkham was. You're not the only one. You did better than me. I still haven't found them all. Oh. Have you unlocked all the maps, all the Riddler maps yet? I've got all the Riddler. I got all the Riddler. Well, I got 85% of the Riddler stuff. Yeah. I just, it, there was a point that other games came out, and it was time to move on. Ooh, I don't know if I should. Never mind. It's a, it's a really cool ending to the, but I guess you figured I've, it I've out. Seen, I've seen it. I've, yeah. I've watched Okay, good. Fantastic. Because well, I'm going to cover the Riddler stuff in a minute. Now, don't worry about it. And besides, I like spoilers. Spoilers make me more interested in something. Mm. Oh, good. I got some got some good stuff for Arkham City later on. But that was so cool hearing uh, Clayface say, where did the warden go? <laughs> then you look at the ground, Batman, Batman, Batman. Ray got another stalker. I had kind of figured out at, at, at the point that it was Quincy Sharp. But, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, they kind of have the same voice, and it sort of makes sense that it would be Quincy Sharp, so. I wonder I wonder how much that's going to play into Arkham City, though. That's a fair... I, don't, I don't think it will. What? But doesn't, doesn't Quincy Sharp run for mayor? He's, he's, he's a mayor. Yeah, so you can't, you can't just not acknowledge that in the sequel. I guess, I mean, no, you can't, but at the same time, I'm not sure what it's going to add, add to it. Yeah. I mean, and the, the thing is, especially with video games, it's got to add something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's got to be a story. There's stuff I want to get into onto that, but I think I'm going to save that for part two, because it more leads into Arkham City itself. All right, then, Master Blah, what, who do we talk about next? I like that. Uh, let's. I like that. I like being your master. <laughs> hey, at least that wasn't said to me. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> Wait, does that, does that mean uh, that you hear the sound of four drums beating in your head? <laughs> I knew he'd get it. For those of you not noticing, Bobby is not a white person. Yeah. <laughs> let's just get that joke out of way. He's not an Asian person. He is not a... Me- no, well, I think he, but, I, but I made a Doctor Who joke, and he laughed. That's all that matters. Okay, there we go. 
<laughs> you made a Doctor Who joke that I didn't get? Damn. Yeah, I said, I four said drums. if he's the master, the four drums. Oh, right. If Sorry. he's the master, the dear four bum, drums beating in his head. Yes. I'm sorry, I, I try to block out most of Davey's writing. Dude, this is good stuff. Oh. oh. Another podcast. I, 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 the, event, the, event, the event arcs were great. Yes, yeah. they were. Okay. Uh, I, even even I, I have to admit, Moffat's not perfect. Yes, lose me. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm the only non-who guy here, so. <laughs> well, then yep, you'll have to that on Instinct Q. Yeah. Well, anyways, anyways, back to up with that. Yes, Master Blah, who do we talk about next? Uh, well, let's just get a little bit more specific with the Scarecrow levels itself. Puzzle solving and everything. Yes. Not only that, but in a really, really creative way to go back to Batman's origin story. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, who didn't actually get, like, at least a little emotional when you're watching young Bruce Wayne walk Mm -hmm. down... The fact, and it helps because the fact that you're the one who has to do it, you have to carry Batman down that road. You have to take him mm. to his parents' death. Well, that's deep. And refresh my memory, what happened in the morgue? Oh, oh with that body bag? Yes. Yeah, you opened the body bag and, like, he was in there, right? Um, the, well, yeah, after you find parents. First yeah. And mom, then you find dad. And Interesting little side note from looking at IMDb. Martha Wayne was voiced by the same voice actress as Poison Ivy. Right, and uh, Kevin Conroy played uh, 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 Thomas Wayne, right? Right. As, it made sense that he was Thomas, though. As and the voice sure. actress for Oracle did the young Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> I like that talk. So, uh, I mean, and, they, and to go real quick back to Quincy Sharp. He was also Commissioner Gordon. Right. Right. Voice actor. So it's just like all over the place. But Scarecrow, the Scarecrow levels, I mean, I talked about it earlier. They messed with my head. Uh huh. Uh, I'm just talking about even the first one, not even the second one. It was, it was easy to rage on those levels because, like, at some point, ah, fucking Tommy. Damn it! But uh, I, I think um, what was I gonna say? One one of the great things about it is it's not something you expect from a Batman game. No, it wasn't. It wasn't something you expect from a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of like Silent Hill. Right. <laughs> I mean. So we're expecting Pyramid Head to just pop out and start raping. <laughs> well, we did well, have it, someone in a nurse outfit. No oh, yeah. God. Oh. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Good the really good thing about the Scarecrow levels is that it really helped you never become bored with the video game. Suddenly you were thrust into a completely different game for a little bit. Yeah. But it still fit into the rest of the game. That's very true. Going back to something, to what we talked about, about the whole Red Ring, that they were actually going to try to make it with the Red Ring, how would they even do that? Because the way the... The, the reason you get a red ring on an Xbox is because the computer in the Xbox is telling the sensors in the light that something's wrong. Right. So all you'd have to do is program the disc to tell the sensors in the light that there's something wrong. Oh, that's just evil, man. It's, yeah. It's one of the easiest things in the world to do. 
I mean, oh. it's programming 101. I was going to say that seems pretty dangerous to the system, but I guess not. No, oh, no because it's just a warning light. It's like, uh, it would be like programming Windows to have an error message come up for no reason. Mm. It doesn't mean there's actually an error, but you told it to produce one. Like how all, that's how all those... Oh, yeah. Are. How all that malware gets you to think that there's malware because it tells the computer that there is, so that you'll click on the link and download what they want. Mm. And the the scarecrow the scarecrow levels are a good example of how much effort was put into these games. Absolutely. How much they they really cared about what they were designing and how much they they didn't want to make this game feel half-assed. They really wanted to go at it at 110 percent. And and that was the thing. So that, those, that was the only two ways you could have done it. It was half ass or full, full throttle. Yeah. Yeah, there was no middle ground in this game. Mm-hmm. It was either going to be really good or it was going to be really bad. I think the levels got better as you went along too. It's just I just I just love that it has an unwinnable level. Yes, level that was so great. And then you're sitting there. Struggling against the bonds the whole time. Yeah. Well, you play you play as Joker at first, and then yeah, you get first off Joker in the Batmobile. <laughs> I'm driving down the highway 40 in my big old pickup truck. <laughs> okay, that was pretty bad. Oh god. <laughs> Thank you for teaching me that little Karibo. Anyway, so uh, I immediately thought the Brack show. But oh yeah, <laughs> same thing. Um, I love that show. Yeah, I love the original. Oh, I thought you said the Brack show. Yeah, I did. Okay, I thought you said the Brass show. What? That was what terrified me. Oh my god, dude! I'm not that much of a girl. Come on. <laughs> I'm not. Just because I watched My Little Pony. Still recording. I know. Just, uh... <laughs> you think Batman's a brony? He probably is. <laughs> Deadpool, Deadpool can be a brony, I think. Yeah. Deadpool. Oh, you know you know that's going to happen at some point where they're going to write that in in a Deadpool comic. Which one's the one with the rainbow? Pinkie Pie, no! Like, it's going to get blown up or something. <laughs> he has a he has a horse that he named Pinkie Pie or something. <laughs> Why'd they, why'd they get rid of her wings? Oh, God. Uh, what were we talking Scarecrow? Right? You, get to walk down, you get to walk down the halls again as Joker. It's a very nice way to relive the stuff of the game. And uh, it's, also, it's also a really cool uh, way to see the perspective of Gordon. Uh, it, after the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, because you hear about um, Gordon defending Bruce, even though that that jerk of a, another police cop is telling him, "Oh, this kid will be fine. He's got billions of dollars. He doesn't need a family. He's got all he could ever want." And Gordon's like, "Shut up," you know. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it definitely mimicked the world, the the um, Gotham accurately, you know. Gordon is the only good cop in Gotham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always well, love that whenever they remember that aspect of Gotham. They have like, there's like three good cops in Gotham. Well, four. Because it's supposed to be Gordon, Renee, Bullock, and Alan. 
and those are the four good cops, and then everyone else sucks. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. After all and, these te- and technically Batman. Alan yeah. sort yeah. of way, uh, Olkin sort of way is the guy Gardner cops. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with the Scarecrow levels especially, they change up the gameplay. It's kind of like the stel- like all the stealth scenes. They change up like just the right moment so that you're not bored. <laughs> you just you just it's like the stealth scenes come right after some sort of big fighting scene, and then you have these Scarecrow scenes for when you're getting bored of both the fighting and the stealth, and it just keeps it fresh and keeps it moving. <laughs> It made you uh, neglect everything else in life. <laughs> <laughs> I must get away from that gigantic bag man. I, I was like I was saying earlier, it's like a thirty-hour game, more or less. I beat it in three days, so that tells you something. Hmm. Yeah, you're gonna be in your room for like a month. I mean, and then and and just to get on video games, there's Saint, Saints Row the Third, uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three, and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mass Effect 3 all coming up. Yeah, my life's going to be video games for a while. Yep. And, uh... I'm going to have to live vicariously through you. I'm going to have to ask you all the time about how the games are. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to watch a lot of videos. When I start calling you again for part two. No, I I basically do that anyway. Like, I ask everyone. I watch the videos and everything. Okay, cool. Like, even if I... Like, a lot of games, even if I never played them, I somehow know so much because I just, like, look for every possible detail from when I actually get the chance to play it. That's... Yeah, you're like me. (laughs) It's so funny because I'm on the Mass Effect boards, or BioWare's boards, and there's so many people who, when the first Mass Effect 3 trailers came out, they're like, okay, everyone, see you when Mass Effect 3 comes out, because they're not gonna, they're going media blackout on Mass Effect 3. Yeah. They don't want spoilers. Yeah. Like, Sometimes I don't, it depends. Like, I don't so much want spoilers as I just want, like, basic information. Yeah, but, but when they say, like, what squad mates you're going to have, it's like, like Arkham City, what villains are going to be in it. That's not spoilers. That's no. God, speaking of, like, hooked on a thing, I've been on this uh, UK website for a couple months for Arkham City, and I've just been hooked, going every day, what's what's this going to be, what's this going to be? Just, that's a kick-ass website, too. I'll plug it at the end of the show. Um, well, uh, okay, I think we've, he's got to be mentioned. He's yep. Mr. SideQuest himself, Edward Nigma the Riddler, folks. And we can't mention uh, the Riddler without mentioning Mr. Wally Wingers. Yes. Exactly. That's all I was just thinking. Now, uh, this this was the first time venture as the uh, Riddler for uh, Wally Winger, but uh, he did a pretty pretty great job. Yes. Actually, he was he was outside of the three big ones that we all knew we were going to love. He was the one who came out of nowhere, and I loved. And he was all going to be voice based, so you know we were never going to see the Riddler. So he had to be very enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> he had that right sense of snobbish tone to his voice, but you could actually tell that he actually was quite intelligent too. 
But you could also tell he was kind of a nerd. So Nerd! Nerd! This is, come on, this is the guy who's the almighty tallest red. He's a nerd. Yeah. He's lived with our culture for years, I mean. And he's even moved on even farther. He's in, uh, he's Hank Pym on Avengers. Yeah, right. It's kind of funny how, it's kind of funny how many of these DC voice actors are now all working for Marvel Show. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Go where the money is. Go where the yeah. money is. And Disney's got a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's say the D word right now. Is that what it is? The D word? I don't know. <laughs> um, Nobody put on the mouse ears right now. Dreamworks. <laughs> Dreamworks. Um, no, he was great. I mean, and... What I loved is the more of his puzzle is like the the first time he every checkpoint on his puzzles he got more and more annoyed. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time I was like, oh yeah, whatever, you know. Hey, you figured it out. Good for you. And then as you get closer, oh good for you. I'm sorry. I I actually thought it got better when you as you progressed. You just got get. You finally started to get to him. It's like you son of a bitch. Why do you keep getting these? You're cheating. And he, yeah, he even calls you out saying you must be cheating. Which and you kind of are, but, you know. Are you using yeah. the internet? He actually says that. That's so <laughs> great. I mean, that's what's great about it. Yeah, he, he the, the game designers knew he would have to cheat to get them all. Because mm-hmm. some of those were a bit tough, I may say so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I never realized that there was this place that you could uh, zip line up to above Quincy Sharp's office. Oh, yeah. That, that was where the last, uh, was where the last, um, teeth were. Right. That's, um, speaking of hidden things that no one finds. Oh, well, here uh, we go. Have we all found the Arkham City Easter egg? Yes. I, I didn't even know about it until today. I, I haven't, I haven't unlocked it on my game yet. But I did see it on the internet, and wow, that was that was pretty interesting. I didn't know about it until Cracked did an article about it, and then we immediately that we both yeah we both immediately went to our game and went and did the thing. It's like there's no actual clue that you're supposed to do it. You're just supposed to be I just so obsessive person who is putting yeah. detonation spray on every wall. And I know. <laughs> at one point, I went. It like took me half an hour. Come on. Burn it! Burn it? it all down! Where is it? Where is it? He walked there, he walked there, and then he... Oh, come on, damn it. it! It's it's one of those things that you have to do research on or you'll never find it. Yes, but when you do, oh my. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright, so we were talking about Riddler. I think we kind of said everything we needed to say about Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, Essentially... You know, I actually feel a little bad, but we didn't really finish um, discussing Oracle. Oracle is Oracle, so you know. Yeah, it's good. I mean, she's, she was she's got a minor role in the in the game. Yeah. She's there. I mean, she gets she continues to be um, outside of Arkham. That's really what she's there for. 
So, yeah, so you get the sense of what's going on while you're that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, for for one thing, most of the big villains are at Arkham, so there's really no need for him to be anywhere else. Oh, Toothpaste is out. Well, yeah. It is good that you have someone to talk to while you're in there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, whoops, what was that? Quiet. What is that? I was trying to do it in the remote, and I messed up. Uh... Who, who voiced Oracle? Do we know? Um, yeah, here, let me go back. Hold on, I got, I got the name. Um, Kimberly Brooks. Kimberly, what has she done? Oh, um... She is Chief Ashley Williams from Mass Effect. Oh. Also, uh, she actually played one of the Hex Girls. Oh, yeah. Really? From yeah. Scooby-Doo? Yeah, she's the... Was she, was she the, uh, the, the black-haired one? Yeah. No. Dude, yes. those chicks were hot. Not black. Yes. Yes, they were. She's also the voice of Niobe in The Matrix Path of Neo. Hmm. The red-headed uh, black one. Uh, okay. She was also Puff in Static Shock. Oh, no. Oh. And she was Kathy in Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. Right. Which no one will ever talk. I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I, I, eh. thought it, I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it was a nice little mystery story. It was better than Mask of the Phantasm. Um, hey. uh, oh, what the? No, it was not. As far as mystery stories went. Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm was wasn't that great of a mystery. That's what I mean. No, it wasn't a very good mystery. That's what I mean. But mystery it, Batwoman was literally... It, it was a good story. I figured it out though. That's the thing. Like that's I never like when somebody figured it out in thirteen. I was like, it's like, well, we can't figure out which woman it is. I was like, all of them. Well, I didn't figure it. I didn't figure out the mystery of Phantom because I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I knew about the answer to mystery of the phantasm because I had seen epilogue before I saw mystery of the phantasm. So Oops. I watched too much. I watch too much Law and Order, so that's why I figure out most of my stuff. Oh, nah. don't worry about it. I figure out half the movies that are supposed to have twist endings about ten minutes into them. What a twist! Sorry. It's like the director cannot help but at least give you, like, throw one bone at you and just be like, hey, look at this person. This person right here. This per- They're not important. They're not important at all. And then it's like... But freaking, freaking Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, that was yeah. brilliant. Yes. Yes. Actually, one day I'll have the guts to actually share it with the world. Um, I actually did a Heath Ledger version of Joker's big monologue to Batman. Uh-uh. And I, I had recorded it myself, and one day I'll reveal it to the world, but not today or probably next month or the month after I'll that. I'll be impressed when someone does a Cesar Romero version. That guy will have huge balls. Cesar Romero was the best Joker. It's so... F- it's... It's not even funny. What the heck? <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be epic. I'm going to have to think about that one. I began to peel back the layers of the boy's mind. Oh, that's good. That, that was good. That was good. Wow. That's that not you know what, Twilight? I don't even know Romero that well. I mean, I, I like the 60s series, but I haven't heard enough of them. So. Yeah. I would say the 60s series, actually the funny thing about Cesar Romero was 
he he was known for his mustache. Yeah. So he wouldn't shave it for the show. So you can always see it underneath the white makeup they put on his face. And actually notice it to like later. Yeah. Got older. Like, really? You have a mustache? Yep. Okay, so we were just talking about. What were we talking about? Well, it basically. The Oracle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interestingly enough, real quick about people who are in this game. Adrian Barbeau was in this game. Wait, really? She was Dr. Gretchen Whistler. Oh! Hold on, my mind just been blown. And she was also the voice of Arkham. The do do do. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my it god. It was the narration for. Oh, please. Hey, speaking of which, um, I know there's this website that they talk about in the game. Uh, when when you when you go into like the medical facility and you hear the really cheesy guy like here at Arkham we make sure that you know all our inmates are treated with the best care and you can go to this site. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about here? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Has anybody gone to that site? Because I haven't. But I, I think haven't. it's downtown. I think I've been there, but like I didn't go that much. It exists. Oh, okay. It did, it did exist at one point. I don't know. I remember. Do you know what? And it no. looks like. It, it was completely. It, there, there, there weren't any any hints really that it was a Batman website. It just was. They had no picture. Now that I, I think about it, I think I think I actually did go there once, but it was long before I ever played the game. So that's probably why I don't remember it that well. Still coming down to the Adrian Barbold thing. Wow. <laughs> Not much to say about Oracle. I mean, the actress did a fine job. Yeah, and, um, she did great, and it's. Even though she's not going to make a, like, a big sit, she's going to be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, she is back. Um, but why do I have to walk when I talk to her? <laughs> That's a good that point. That always annoys me. Yeah, I have to walk now. And walked like he had a big old stick up his butt, too. Because Bat- Batman is very smart, but he's not smart enough to run and talk at the same time. Can't he yeah. just, like, press his thumb or something? Does he have to have his hand? Yeah, he, yeah, he like, touches his... Cowl. He became a horror for no reason. <laughs> See, I can do references too. So, what's next on the list, Master Blood Eddie? <laughs> you know, we should figure out a new thing because I don't need everybody calling me that. How about Master Mr. Blah? Mr. Diddy? <laughs> I, I I can't. I I, I was gonna make a joke. I can't. If it's what I think it is, please do, because I enjoy this. Ooh, Sir Diddy. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Don't you call me so loud, Bathla. This is not staying in the pod. I'm allowed to laugh at that, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. I think I'm the most racist person in this room. Let's just be clear on that. <laughs> that keeping us in the podcast. An outtake. You honestly should. Fine. <laughs> All right, so who's next on the list? Or, well, we're, we, we're basically done here, but um, I'm just going to... We're basically just going to, like, go with... Well, a little bit with what we ex- – our little expectations. A few expectations with for Arkham City, and I've got a list with who's just going to – we know for sure it's going to appear, just like a quick – Okay. 
opinion deal. So here, I'll go first. Um, with Arkham City, I'm expecting we're going to honestly see, kind of going to, in my opinion, it's going to be kind of like Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2. You're going to see a lot of tightening of systems. You might see some of that purchasing, that experience point system might go out the window a little bit or get really simplified. And more or less, you're just going to get refined gameplay that makes the game tighter, makes it easier to play. And I think we're going to get something very epic as far as stories go, especially since they've been playing up... uh, Crap, I forgot. Uh, Hugo Strange. Yeah. And, and they've also said for sure that we're going to be using our tools more so as we fight. So, you know, we're going to be able to use the grappling hook. Awesome. And that should be messy. <laughs> That'd be dirty, pal. <laughs> yeah, how is Batman not going to kill anyone by shooting them with the grapple hook? That's I think I've you do it on their arm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, in their leg and just see the pull move. This is so going to a the jokes I don't want to make right now. Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, how you doing? Zoom in, lock on. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think uh, Selena, the addition of Selena Kyle for a couple uh, missions is going to be an interesting little... I think it's going to work like the Scarecrow level. It's going to be just yeah. enough change of pace to make sure we don't get bored with what we're experiencing. Yes, I'm, I'm interested with how she's going to be, because, yeah, she's the first letter, first character on my list to discuss. I was Catwoman's ass the whole time. You asshole! <laughs> you better get that... You need to edit that thing and put it up on the internet. <laughs> He's a not in joke. Yeah, um. uh, I kind of hope that uh, I know they haven't confirmed or anything. They probably won't have her in there. But since they already showed that Barbara's Oracle, I really wish they would have Cassandra Kane as Batgirl because, but that would kind of be like the ultimate fighting cheat code in any video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish too, but man, that would be. Yeah. Don't be disappointed if she doesn't show up. I knew it was kind of like Stephanie Brown more as Batgirl, but that's just me. Uh, I, I, uh, was better as Batgirl. Stephanie was better as Spoiler, and they were better together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My... I love Agreed. I Spoiler love was a great character, and I liked but, her as Robin for, yeah. for how short that lasted. But the thing is, like, there was this concept art of uh, Cassandra Kane is supposed to, when Dick became Batman, someone was like, well, why doesn't Cassandra come back and be Nightwing? And I mm. thought that was like the greatest I idea. That's really cool. That's yeah. so hot. Sorry. I like that. <laughs> uh, the problem is, after a while, Cassandra Kane got really crapped on. Yeah. For video. Actually, can uh, talk. But, uh. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to. Anywho, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing Catwoman in the game. Um. Yeah. The the thing that I'm probably most interested in, above all, is just how much of a scope this game is really going to have. Yeah. I think they're going to give the... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Well, video game designers have really, by this point, been able to capture how to do a good sandbox game. Yeah. So they really can't apply this very well to Arkham City. To see how far we've come from Spider-Man 2, which was kind of one of the the first superhero game to do that. Long time ago. Yeah. 
which is one of my favorite all-time games, actually. Spider-Man 2, the video game. SL <laughs> web-slinging. Yeah. Yeah. Which, for some reason, they screwed up in Spider-Man 3, but that's a discussion for another time. The game where you chase Black Cat a couple of times. I, I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, but in Web of Shadows, you get to kiss Black Cat. Good. Yeah. And she's voiced by... Um, yeah. But um, and what and what I am looking forward to is that in um, Arkham City, Catwoman is going to have a different sort of fi- fighting style, as they've mentioned. Yes. So that shall be fun. And she can kill, right? She kills. Yeah, she? that's what they seem to <laughs> say. Looks like. Oh, just like neck breakers and stuff. Yeah. A lot more satisfying killing sprites than just disarming them. And... Anyway, next up is the I'm, I don't know. I like to get the big the, the people in like as in in order that they're introduced. Um, Big Bad itself, Hugo Strange is going to be involved. Mm. Now he is very voiced, excited about. He is voiced by Corey Burton, Burton right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, um... Burton and Kane have really similar voices, I've realized. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know. It's it's really it's really cool to see... Probably... The big three probably are Joker, Strange, and Al Ghul. For Batman villains. So, you know, to get to see this... I mean, what, one of the interesting things is how are the Joker... And Hugo Strange going to be villains in this one? You know, who's going to be the main villain between them? I think that's going to be like the whole mystery of it. It's going to be two opposing forces. Yeah. And by the end of the game, you're going to realize who. It may even be both of them. You never know. Yeah. Or they might they might pull a pull multiple ending on us. It might yeah. be two. It might be Two Face in the end. You never know. They they let us into Two Face, and we know Two Face is in the game. Um, but, I mean, who knows? And actually, you know what? That's a good point. Two faces. Mm. Yep. Hugo Strange and... That, that almost seems like the Riddler would be involved at that point, which we know we're going to see him. Mm-hmm. Good God. It would be really interesting if Riddler was a really huge villain in the second game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that... because it will have built up for so long. Yeah. This might be the most... <laughs> Complicatedly interwoven story ever put in a video <laughs> until the third game. Yeah, yeah. Arkham World. And we all know there's going to be a third game. Yeah, and that's that's an unfortunate truth of all franchises. There's going to be another one. Yeah, but at least mm-hmm. we know that this is a tried and true series. This one, yeah, definitely. But uh. Yeah, where could they go after Arkham City? That's just what I'm... Arkham Gotham? Yes, the whole yeah. city. Oh. It's all a dream. And then they go... Well, at that time, though, we got to make sure this game's good before we start thinking about a third game. People try yeah. to make sequels anyway. Oh, right. But, come on, this this game is going to be good. But we're hitting the Mass Effect 2 conundrum of... Oh hey, Mass Effect Two is out. Let's talk about what Mass Effect Three is going to have. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's let's talk about enough. There's other characters, and I just want to discuss that. You're going to see like 
Can I talk to Alfred a little bit in this thing? That's kind of cool. That's another one of those grounding moments. Well, I wonder if Alfred is going to serve the role that Oracle served. I think he is. I, yeah, I think I, I think I heard about that, that uh, you're going to hear Alfred on the comm with Oracle in this one or something like that. I like that. I like yeah. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the box art of Arkham City right now. It's looking like Clayface is in this game. Huh. As a villain. Oh, I haven't seen it. Cool. Don't look at anything yet, man. I got a big spoiler coming up at the end of this. That's gonna be a pretty uh interesting fight. Does Robin still have the weird haircut? Yeah, he's he's got the weird head cut haircut and the hoodie. Buzz cut, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. But fortunately, we only have to worry about him if we're playing challenge mode. So I can't yeah, w- I really don't care at all about the Robin thing. It's- I can't wait to get all those skins, and as soon as they they get available, I'm buying them like crazy. Yeah, well, we were just we, while you were uh, we were all talking, we were just looking. Hey, what skin do we want? We decided on the Dark Knight Return skin, and went. How do you get it? Oh, buy the hundred dollar collector edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <we're> like, <gasps> Yeah. And then we look at the king of it, and at least it's better than the shitty Batarang. Mm-hmm. Might I make a suggestion? Figure out where they're doing the BTAS one. Yeah, that was one of the ones I was thinking about. I didn't know that we hit, were going to have Talia Al Ghul in uh, Arkham City, though. That's yeah, and Sonicatic is playing her, right? Yeah, Sonicatic. Yep. Yep. It's so crazy when you see your picture, it's just... Actually, here's the thing that people are going to be unhappy with. Tara Strong is playing uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be that. I mean, I was more shocked that that wasn't Eileen in the in the yeah. original trailer. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a good impression. Of mm-hmm. voice, so. Well, Arleen is, I love the woman, but she's getting up there in years, and, you know. You, you can't. Yeah, but so is Mark Hamill. So, yeah. but, but but Arlene Mark Hamill is just about done with the Joker. Just, so he, so he said. Yeah. I've actually heard the rumor itself debunked that he is that is not his last thing. He got misquoted. He himself is debunked it. Yeah. What I meant was this is probably my last time for a while. Uh, I mean, come on, guys. I said this in the last game. They probably won't do it until he's literally too old to do it. He yeah. actually referenced this one celebrity did like 50, uh, what should I call it, um, what do you call it, like last final performance tour? Yeah. Phil Collins? I don't know. No, I'm trying, oh, God. Well, pretty much every, uh, Shoot. every musician who existed before 1965, that's <laughs> what they do. They do a thousand goodbye tours. Yeah, farewell tours, that's what I meant. Yeah, farewell tours. Or Phil Collins tours, as as I can put it. Uh, Pull up Michael Jordan. I'm going to... I'm going to be Batman in this game! And that's almost half the fun. Actually, um, blah, not to... Way on your parade, but the fact that Calendar Man and Black Mask are going to be in this, yeah, yeah, it's just epic. Oh yeah, I mean I love super excited about Black Mask. Yes, 
But is he going to be Calendar King? No, he's not Calendar King. He, I have a feeling he's going to be more the uh, long Halloween calendar man. And he had a lot of burgers, but I've seen it bottle. Darn, because I want to fight mutant. Uh, I want to. I want to fight mutant uh-huh. Easter bunnies. I'm on a phone call. Yeah. I'll get rid of this. Anyways, is there any characters on your list that we're missing? Um. Yeah, I got I got a good amount left. Um. Okay, well, Two Face. I mean, I already, I actually do have Calendar Mask and Black. Yeah, Calendar Mask. Calendar Mask. There's a good amount of characters. Calendar Mask and Black Man. Or Black Bobby. What? Of course, that's when he comes back. (laughs) I was gonna say, hi, Bobby. Oh, come on, Bobby. I'll be your uh, sidekick, and you can call me White Chick. Awesome. So, so that was I'm actually curious. that was actually something I came up with in high school one time. Believe it or not, <laughs> black man and white boy. <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, that sounds like a bad porn. Okay, you can cut. <laughs> yes, I'll cut that out. No problem. No, no, no. What I'm about to say. Um, you set this up. Uh, we were walking down uh, the main street of where we live in right now, and there was a bar that had a live band, and they were called the Black Honkies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were a rhythm and blues band, and it was flat-out awesome. It was Sounds a like a group I'd be interested in. <laughs> they were pretty cool. They were local to our area, though. Reminds me of the, uh, of the Chappelle Show sketch where he's the white supremacist, but he's blind and he's actually yeah. a black guy. Okay, so, out of curiosity, what does everyone think about the fact that Nolan North is going to be the Penguin? Ah, uh, yes, he's on my list as well, so, yeah. Um, it threw me off. I had no idea that it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, that seems like a genuine English accent, you know? Yeah, well, it's an interesting way to go with Penguin. I mean, and I know, I know there's a lot of, a lot of backlash on Nolan North. That's why I brought it up. I think he's going to do fine. Okay. I don't. Hate I mean, him. he's Nolan North, so yeah. As long as he doesn't sound like Nolan North, I think we're good. Well, he doesn't sound like that boy. Yeah, he doesn't exactly. As long or as how Jordan Ryan like Reynolds light. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that the penguin is going to be very um, prop heavy. That should be really interesting. Like if you're going to have to counteract his uh, tools with your own, or just literally kick him in that big old fat belly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming this is where we should segue into Sodom and Grundy. Uh, essentially, yeah. I just want to make this one point that uh, the interesting point is, is his monocle. That's not a monocle. It's a piece of a bottle that was forged to do his eye. (laughs) And he can't get rid of that surgically, or that would, like, hurt him. That's kind of an interesting way to go with it, yeah. That's some weird Coca-Cola product placement. Yes. (laughs) 
Have a coconut. Ah! <laughs> Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Oh, yep. God, I so... Uh, yeah. I can What's see it? one problem with Solomon Grundy right now. It, it's going to be the same thing where the big guy's running at you and you have to get out of the way at the last second so he runs into the wall. I you hope know, that's not what happens. I actually think it's going to be better than that because the way they set it up is something unexpected with the electricity. Oh, and still don't exactly have it. Still don't exactly have an explanation oh, for why okay. that's there. But Brian Solomon Grundy's back is so I would I would I would heart attack in in the best way. It's, I always found it funny because in many aspects Solomon Grundy is not a Batman villain. He's a Justice yeah. Society villain. Well, I mean he's kind of both. Like he's been he sometimes he he's from Gotham. Yeah. So, they rewrote so. him. They rewrote him in the Batman mythos during their reboot in the 80s. Yeah. It's just three bad guys. Justice Society, uh, Batman, and uh, Alan Scott. Yeah. Because they wrote Alan Scott into Gotham, too. Yeah. Best thing ever. Okay. Good times. Um, Interestingly enough, to go with what Alice just said, he's being voice acted by Bane's voice actor. Oh, oh hey. I did not know that. How about that? There might be some truth to the idea that he's just going to be a charging big guy. I mean, as usual, I always wait to give my final judgment until I play something. But, I mean, come on, we play that a lot in Arkham Asylum. That's the only thing. Like, I don't think they would have, if he was just going to be like a charging brute, I don't think they would have built it up as much as they've been like, hey, look, we have Solomon Grundy. True. That would be really disappointed. Yeah. If you just like it's five seconds. Bam. He just he just uh plastiques the ground. Yeah. Batman just goes, Go home and then Grundy Grundy. <laughs> or he just gives him a tricky. Grundy to me is always one of those really interesting villains when they write him right. He's one of those guys that he needs to write writers. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean I like the first half of his miniseries. Yeah. Until they went that route. But and I loved him in The Long Halloween. Yes. yes. I, didn't, I didn't care for him so much in The Long Halloween. I mean, I get what they were going for, but it's just like, you know, he doesn't just say born on a Monday. You know? Right, yeah. But that's what, what I, but that's what I kind of liked about The Long Halloween, where he is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all he really is—it's a zombie. So I think they're trying to go with the whole fact that like every time he dies and comes back, his intelligence varies depending on how long he's been back. Yeah. Oh man, now I want an achievement for when you beat Grundy to say, "Launch pants too." <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, this is the way to <laughs> run. Like from a uh, long Halloween, you just give him some food and then you just sneak away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want pants. Just you, a simple pair of pants. Solomon Grundy want you till the belt too. <laughs> <sighs> I could I could print the all day, so I'm saving that for the next part. Uh okay. You know, if you've seen Wikipedia about this game, you know that this was happening, but actually seeing the the trailer in itself, I enjoyed it. Mr. Freeze being played by uh, Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. I definitely. was actually just looking at who, 
You know what? The one problem, though, is I got really used to, uh, crap, can't remember his name. Kurgan from Highlander. Oh, I got really used to Clancy Brown playing him in The Batman. That kind of, kind of his voice for me. And I'm, I'm worried about that. Mm. Well, Clancy Brown is Lex Luthor to me, so. Well, you hear, once you hear, you know, I think, I can't remember, he's supposed to be playing Batman in the upcoming, uh, it's a kid's show, but the, the upcoming Superman, Super Friends show. Yeah. Well, as long as it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, please. But, I, yeah, I mean, I think we're the game. Yeah. Probably just got the window. I really think Maurice Lamarche yeah. is good. Uh, is a good uh, count. You know, is a good balance because he kind of sounds Austrian or something like that. Well, he can do a lot of voices, yeah. and when he does this one, it's crazy. I can't really tell that it was Maurice. Mm. Uh, I'll say, well, Maurice is actually kind of a man of a million voices. If you really think about it, he's Morbo on Futurama. Well, the thing is, he's a man of a million voices, but one yell. Yeah, and one yell. When, when he, when he, no matter what the character, when they scream, Sky. <laughs> you can't say him. But if you really think about this, he's Morbo on Futurama. He was uh, Elzu Falcone in Harvey Birdman. He plays uh, Magneto <laughs> on Marvel Super Hero Super Squad. He's the brain. The brain. Yeah, I mean, he really never sounds the same. I mean, he really is kind of one of the best the, voice actors. Of, the brain on Brave and the Bold? No, 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 the the. From Pinky and the Brain, man. A brain. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I once played a uh, a, a uh, combined universe uh, online role playing game that was all superhero world period, and someone was playing mm-hmm. with Pinky and the Brain. Oh God! In the same <laughs> the same world, that was I was playing the Mask from the movies. <laughs> Um, people oh, were playing, oh. like, you know, they had, please tell me you guys had, like, a Deadpool and a Freakazoid. Because that, yeah, the mask for the movie is Deadpool and Freakazoid. Oh. It yes. wasn't possible back then. Deadpool, that was Deadpool's uh, run before he even had his own comic. Um, but the, one of one of his uh, plots was to take the mask away from Stanley Ipkiss. And Pinky got the mask with huh. the brain. Oh, God. <laughs> It was crazy. Stucks and hoses all over the place. Like a statue of Parker Duke. Okay. I've been keeping this one secret, but. Yeah, um. It's gonna be. There's gonna be like 12 side quests in this thing. And from what I'm at least guessing, each character has one. So, I'm, I know I'm aware of four at this point. The obvious Riddler one. You're going to get one with, um... Oh, jeez. What's my god? You know, I hate losing stuff like that. Um... Zaz. Zaz again. Oh, okay. Um... Okay, third one... 
I've had too much. I've had too much beer today. Mm. And I've had two. I've had three glasses of rum and coke since we started, and I'm just starting to feel it. That's cool. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, third, you team up with Bane. Oddly enough. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I remember reading that. And here's that sounds interesting. Here's the latest one. Big character reveal we got last night. Um. Four, oh yeah. Deadshot. Yep. Yes. I just awesome. read about that today. Deadshot. Uh, I stayed up so late to figure this out. I wonder if Michael Rosenbaum is going to voice him. I don't know, but I guess it's still hard when this happened. Like, <gasps> <gasps> well, in regards to Michael Rosenbaum, I will tell you this. Looking over the voice acting list, they're basically hiring back all their animated movies. Like, the voice of Black Mask is the same Black Mask from Under the Red Hood. Yes! Ooh. Yes! Awesome. I love that movie. That's my favorite Batman animated movie. It yeah, actually Jeff. beats out Return of the Joker. Yeah, I, I love, uh, what was it going to When he gets here, I want a party waiting for him. And when I say party, I actually mean a whole lot of people who are going to kill him. <laughs> so, but, but what I'm saying is, the truth of the matter is, they're trying to keep their voice actors consistent through what yeah. they're doing. So, yeah. there you go. I mean, maybe, maybe not. It's going to be good. I, I'm really excited that they're using Deathshot. That's someone who I consider an underrated Batman villain. It's just, I was so pleasantly surprised yeah. because it's like, I was watching the whole thing and like at points you saw like a picture of Talia flicker and just like, oh motherfucker, they better not be pulling this shit. You know, I really admittedly wouldn't mind it if Daz was back in it again. He but is. We were he is? About that. Yep. Oh, I left the room for a second. Damn it. Oh well, sorry, good. There's a there's actually a side Good. <laughs> Cut that out for her. It's okay, I will. Nah, don't worry about it. I'm a dead. Everybody knows it. The internet knows. Start a new sentence. Start a new sentence. Oh, uh, Jack Ryder's in it, too. Yeah, again. I'm hoping that it's not just the scene. Hmm. Let's be one scene. No, well, you're going to get the exact same thing you got last time. You're going to get radio broadcasts. But you've actually seen... You get to see the guy in the scene. Yeah, but... but I'm telling you, don't expect a creeper. Well, you know what? We may be able to see Jack Ryder. That, like, we may see TVs on this time because we're not just stuck in a... Uh... Of course, it's a joke for paying for cable for Arkham City. That's a good point. That's true. And Antenna has a richer HD signal anyway. Hmm. Everyone's red boxing. I, I Netflix Institute, that's all I do. Netflix and you are wrong. Season five. I'll tell you, that's how I watched uh, all of Doctor all the new season of Doctor Who in two weeks. Netflix is a beautiful attention, I gotta give you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Netflix is how I got introduced to Firefly, so Yeah, I was saying turn it right on in your Xbox and there you go. Yeah. <sighs> So, Master Blah, what's the next character on our list? That's actually about it. That's, That's a, Ruby. Uh, um, 
We finished the list. What are your guys's uh, fears about the next game, if you have any? Fears. I guess I'm afraid that the game is going to meander. Yeah. I'm worried about the ending being 30 seconds like last time. Well, with the meandering, um, Red Dead Redemption is such a big wasting time game that some sandbox games will have that I hope this doesn't have it too. Mm. I like like the sandboxiness of it. I will say the one thing about that is that they have flat out said that there's consequences to waiting to do certain things. Oh. Like, uh, an example is uh, when they showed the trailer of it, when Batman is going to find Black Cat when she's messing around. Black Cat? <laughs> cat. Black Cat. Uh, he always does that. I always do that. <laughs> she cosplays as Black Cat. I have an excuse. Yes, she does. Um, but uh, they say that if you don't do it in a certain amount of time, what happens to her is different. What? Wow. Yes. Like, if you don't, when you get that mission, hey, the black cat's in trouble, and then don't go immediately to find out the people who have that information, her damage is going to be, what happens to her is worse. Well, I'm going to go save the pretty lady. Yeah, I'm going to, like, I'm going to rush the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm not so much worried about meandering. What I'm worried about is an ending that just sets up a sequel. And Arkham, Arkham's Asylum yeah. too. It's just, I don't want an ending that tells me that, oh, hey, wait until you see the next game. Yeah. Uh, oh. Like, you know, the end to Captain America. And it is like... Yeah, to the end of the Captain America movie, for example. Yeah. Well, they already announced that another game was com- coming. Yeah. Two years after the announcement of, two years before the announcement of Arkham City, that would make sense. Yeah, and I don't mind it for games that are designed to be trilogies, but they didn't design this as a trilogy. No, no. Yeah. I'm just a guy who doesn't mind things continuing. Oh no! I mean, it would be great if we got a sequel to this, too, you know? But I don't want the ending to just be a setup. Yeah, exactly. You don't want it to be, uh... Oh, God. Episode 5. Star Wars. Well, Arkham Asylum, you are right, though. really did have a really quick 30-second ending. It was like, and work isn't done. Let's go. Seriously? What the hell? Come come on. Yeah, when you keep playing, don't leave. They're like, alright, so... Time to get the rest of the trophies. Yeah. Time to collect all the rest of our... Amadeus Arkham. <laughs> time to find that secret room in Amadeus Arkham's office. Come on. Or that one last crazy dude who you didn't fight before for some reason. Yeah. Come on, Riddler, yell at me. Time to make the donuts. Okay. I made the donuts. <laughs> oh. Actually, that, that's, that's, that's ironic. Good. I actually work make the donuts. <laughs> that's funny. That should be a minigame. Batman goes and makes the donuts. <laughs> Batman was Dunkin' Donuts, and it's the original guy who was in the commercials. Hey, the donut guy, how you doing? Hey, Batman. Clayface's Donuts. That's actually the new game. Clayface Donuts, I like that. The the Donuts, you're going to be Clayface. It's a Brave and the Bold kind of minigame. 
We're the best at molding donuts. <laughs> we don't want to eat. Like, uh, I don't want to think about face donuts, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it worse. Mudslide. Oh, yeah. well, he's one big mud. So. Okay, considering closing my connection here after that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Clayface's new uh new little sidekick, Skidmark. <laughs> okay, so Alright guys, it's been a great night. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Okay, so we're at Talia, you get the pack claw target. So you're gonna do it Oh man. And with that, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, think we're, I think we're all really excited about this. I'm definitely going to bring everyone back for their thoughts on Arkham City when this happens. Mm. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for coming. Um, this is basically where you guys get to plug your stuff. So, Lack, you, you got your own little review deal. Yep, I have a review series, a very, a very, uh, sprat, a very, uh, it, it's called Buried Treasure. I, I take things that I like that uh, I don't think get enough, uh, exposure and review them. I, uh, I also, uh, am playing Hatsuharo Soma on Eizu Otaku's, uh, Fruits Basket audio, uh, audio drama, which you can find on thatguywiththeglasses.com. I actually uh, thought I recognized your voice. Thank you for pointing out where. <laughs> Really? You've heard me? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't think of where I heard your voice from, and then there, I just found it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and um, and I, I guess you can follow me on, on Twitter at Black the Watcher. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Bobby, uh, is there anything you want to say? Um, I guess I could plug my Sprite thing, but it's not really like anyone goes to it. It's just... Hey, your sprites are adorable, Bobby. And that's why you plug them, so people will go there. Yeah. Plug! BobbyDSpriteFactory.webs.com Make custom sprites of pretty much anything. Give me an idea and I'll do it. Five bucks for a regular sprite. That's <laughs> the best I can come up with on short notice. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's, a, it's getting to it that makes me trip up. Finally, um, so, Alice, you have a website. Yes, I have a website. It is not safe for word people. It is thealicemalice.com. Um, it's a paid subscription nude website, but I also have cosplay, fetish, alt, and other various goodies. Um, you can also follow my Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash model Alice Malice. And I also have a Twitter, um, Alice underscore Malice. Uh, I also have a Tumblr, which is Alice underscore Malice. I recommend uh, that. that. That's okay. Everything I have is under Lack the Watcher. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, come join my website, see me naked. I'm just going to point that out there. And uh, chat with me on the forums. Mostly we talk about geek stuff. Yes. 
And honestly, I have nothing to add to that. I'm just her photographer. Yes. <laughs> but thank you for having us on. It was very fun. And now I'm in the mood to play Arkham Asylum. So damn you guys. And our Xbox. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, another complaint I have about uh, Arkham City. No online co-op. Which uh, oh, yeah. I don't like online co-op. I like yeah. I like on uh, local co-op. Yeah. yeah, local co-op is good. I don't games have that either. <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for coming. Thank you guys for listening. This for listening. Um, be with us next time with uh, approximately a month or so. Maybe uh, stay tuned for part two. And if uh, one more thing, I would like to hear your thoughts on this episode. Uh, please email me uh, what you thought about this. I'm at gladdiddy2003 uh, at yahoo.com. Uh, make sure the subject matter is blah, C-U-B-E-D, blah, cubed. And just tell me your thoughts. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't. Uh, tell me anything you want me to discuss this. I'm just... Tell me how you feel. <laughs> tell me about your parents. No. I'm, just, I'm doing this as I go along, folks. So I was raped by a dog when I was a child. That's going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> and... Until next time, bye-bye!